Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome to Xbox Ultimate Podcast. This is episode number 90, and we have an awesome guest today for this show. We're going to have a lot of fun. We uh, had to kind of come up and dig for some topics a little bit because guess what? We're in the dead zone. We're in the quiet zone before the storm uh, is coming in a few weeks here, and uh, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have some fun. Maybe it'll be a shorter show. Uh, it's Pong's birthday today, so maybe we're going to kind of have a uh, a shorter show and maybe play some games later if we can convince him to play some games tonight. I don't know for his birthday, but we'll see. Uh, but shout out to the chat. Thanks for everybody who's here nice and early for this. And we'll let everybody pile in. I had did forget to tweet out that we're live. I need to make sure we do that too. Uh, but hey, uh, we'll get started with our special guest for this episode. And he's been here, I think, a couple times now already on the show. Uh, Mr. Slowmo. Backslap, who's an amazing person in the community, uh, always great opinions, uh, very well-rounded gamer, I would say, PC first, probably, but uh, doesn't mind playing yeah, on PlayStation, probably. doesn't mind playing on Xbox, kind of has great opinions on everything. Uh, what's up, Slomo? I, I, I love the, the, the kind of words, Mav. I don't always get those kind of words. From, oh, you and, know, and you podcaster know, you extraordinaire things. with DPS <laughs> podcast, which is a great podcast, I have to say. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we had we had an episode last night. Shout out to my co-host, Gaming Forte. He uh, held it down. We had it on his channel. We normally go back and forth between his channel and my channel every other week. But uh, glad to be here. I, I like to like drop in on you guys when I have the time and see what's going on. And you know, usually usually I try to avoid Pong's like outros because they like about like <laughs> half the show itself. But like otherwise, you know, I'm always always trying to you know drop in, you know, lurk in the chat, see how you because you guys have great conversations. Conversations. I really, really enjoy it. So again, glad to be here. Glad to see you guys. And Pong, happy birthday, man! Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Oh, you like forty five, forty seven today. Forty seven. Okay. Yep. Fuck, man, it's old. <laughs> True story. It's okay. It's not, I mean, it's not that old. I mean, you like you're eight eight years older than I am. Wow, you're old too, man. Yeah. It seems. It seems like. You got the spirit of like a twenty-five-year-old pong. That's right. That's but, what gaming does for you. But the you never knowledge, get rid of the kid, the knowledge, the wisdom of a forty-seven-year-old. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and here, as always, is the very extraordinary assassin Lupa. What's up, Lupa? How you doing? I'm doing very, very fine. Thank you very much. I hope you're all well too. Chat, looking forward to some great times. Guess what, chat? It's Friday. It's Xbox Ultimate. Let's get it on, baby. Absolutely. Let's get it on. Uh, <laughs> the always fuzzy Belvedere. What's up, Fuzz? Hey, what's up, everyone? Glad to be here. Glad we got slow-mo on here tonight. And oh, Fuzzy? And some some interesting stuff to talk about today so let's get into it <laughs> yeah we kind of have like this might be like a interesting episode if we're because we are taking a look back at the first half of 2022 you know so jasper was joking this would be like the shortest topic ever you know before we went live but you will know, we'll see um and then we do have the realist himself uh lore master jasper what's up man uh, it's going pretty good. Just been kind of watching all the new TV shows that dropped last night, so I haven't yeah. been doing much today. Yeah, you were talking about Stranger Things a little bit, right? Um, yeah. Digging it so far. 
I have to yeah, say that and Obi Wan. Yeah, that first yeah. that first opening of that first episode though was like kind of hard to watch, like after recent events and stuff. But you know, it's like after you got past that, like the show absolutely amazing. Um, and then here's here's this guy that's got this this birthday today, and you know he he's an awesome dude, and he you know we just like having him here, you know for you know kind of. <laughs> We just like to kind of like let him hang out with us every once in a while because he's been such a. Uh, he started out in the chat, you know, and he was like, "Hey, what's up, uh, guys? Like, I really like your show." He's like, "Can I, can I give some thoughts every once in a while?" I'm like, "I'm okay, right on." And he just like stuck around for like ninety episodes almost now. So it's not even close to what happened. I know it's not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, <all right. laughs> I, uh, MVP of my MVP uh... maybe of. Of a lot of the stuff that we do here, uh, the one and only Pong Soul Encyclopedia of Gaming, dating back to the very first game ever created. What's up, man? Hey, man, that was a hell of a story you just told. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and look, look, no, I am happy and excited to be here. Uh, look, it is my birthday. Love hanging out with my family. We got slow mo here tonight, which I, again, I just enjoy. Uh, what you guys do over on DPS, you know that. And obviously, watch you guys all the time over on Lucas Channel as well on Scumcast. So, awesome, slow mo, awesome. you know that. It's an honor, man, uh, to have you here with us tonight. And uh, look, I'm just happy to be celebrating my birthday with you all in the chat and all these amazing people in the community. Thank you uh, for all the kind wishes today out there. And uh, look, we don't have a whole lot of topics, but we actually do have some cool stuff to get down into because this industry never, ever stops. It's the golden age people. So let's get down to it, Matt. Let's talk some gaming. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Um, get to the super chat real quick from Chris Jones. Um, it says happy birthday to Pong. Happy birthday to Pong. Happy birthday to your Genghis long dong Pong. Happy birthday to you, brother. Oh, Mo. Yeah. Genghis Long Dong Pong. <laughs> that's a... Uh, appreciate the that. that. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, no, no. no. That's so, something that Lupa created, and now it's yeah. carried over to other people. Long Dong Pong. And I came up with Genghis Pong when I was playing Crusader Kings 3. Uh, yeah. So that was... He combined the two there, uh, Slow Mo. So some backstory for you. Yeah. Um, now, I was, was going to sing Happy Birthday to Pong before... We uh, went on the show, but I was informed that it's actually co- copyright owned by Warner Brothers, and they actually go after people for singing "Happy Birthday," which is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard before in my life. But it turns out that it's no, true. Ludacris doesn't sing this. <laughs> <laughs> Luda, actually, happy, happy birthday! Actually, actually, <laughs> Ludacris has nothing to do with that, Mav. <laughs> <laughs> down with the three one o's and then oh sorry um all right pong soul for real though happy birthday man um happy happy birthday it's your birthday yay you're 47 you're old as fuck happy birthday yay all right that's the boy that's tgi fridays that's Is good it? i like fuck, that i'm gonna get sued <laughs> by them now that's worse than tgi yeah um but yeah, chat, you guys rock. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, nice and nice and early here. So, like, let y'all want to like talk about this? Uh, let's talk about this new Star Wars sequel that was just revealed. Uh, it was kind of leaked before, but Jedi, um, it was a fallen as Jedi Survivor. Is that the Survivor. name? Yeah, Jedi Survivor. Yeah, right? Jedi Survivor. I think and, it was uh, Jeff Grubb that leaked it. Yeah. Yeah, and right. now it's official. 
Um, and it looks like the trailer looked pretty cool. I mean, CGI trailer, right? Uh, not getting much information there, but I would think we would assume it's going to kind of look like the first game quite a bit, you know, um, maybe continuation. Does it, do y'all think there's any kind of meaning to the word survivor here? Do you think there's going to be a difference in this, in the uh, overall style of gameplay or order 66? He's a survivor. Oh, I know that. That's Besides, true. I mean, what I, what I mean, like, do you think there may well, be this one takes, survival elements? This one takes place. This one takes five, place five years afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah after yes. Fallen Order, yeah. After Fallen Order. So now he's more trained. It's kind of like Luke when he shows back up yeah. right after Empire Strikes Back and also Return of the Jedi. He's, you know, got a lot more control over his uh, force use and that kind of stuff. So I imagine that we are going to see some new stuff there. But I think it's just probably more along the lines of the first one where he is now being hunted, um, you know, and they take him seriously this time. Like before it was kind of like, oh, you know, this, oh, we got this lone kid who's trying to be a Jedi running around and we kind of got to make sure he doesn't get out and get, you know, we got to stop him. But now it's kind of like the focus is on him and that he's a real threat to what the Empire is trying to do here. And I think that's what the change is going to be here. Yeah, maybe also him looking for more Jedi or trying to reconnect with other people that are force sensitive. So maybe they just named it that so they could have the uh, Destiny's Child song, you know, as the opening. <laughs> I must if they do that, <laughs> when, when, when he's in the ship, you know, traveling, he's that's, that's what he's listening to. He's, he's, he's just like, like you know, yeah, some it, it's <laughs> Disney. I would not doubt that that happens with uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, the, the yeah. first game they had some pretty good Star Wars music. They went to that like Mongolian band or whatever that did like Star Wars music. And yeah, so. Cool. Yeah, I, I I think what they're probably going to do is the gameplay would be, especially when you have such a a game that was so well received and people really enjoy the gameplay. You don't, uh, you don't change too much of that. I think what they want to do is just kind of expand upon it, add you know maybe a couple of you know bells and whistles here and there. You know maybe some flashier attacks or or build out skill trees a little bit uh a little bit more deeper. Um hopefully my only well, my only real complaint with the first game was that the Wookiees legs looked like <laughs> I don't know what the heck was going on. Like, no Wookiees was was malnourished or something. Like their legs looked like stiff. <laughs> I ain't never seen no Wookiees look like that. They had they, they were like they were their they were like hair was coming off of them. I'm like these are some sick looking Wookiees. They got that's fix what the you Wookiees. took out of the game. They got to oh, fix the Wookiees and they got to fix the map. Right, slow mo. They got to fix the map as yeah, well. The, the, the yeah, map yeah. was. Well, well, I think I think part of their idea with the map was to kind of make it because it, it was confusing sometimes, but then also it was like they wanted you to do backtracking and they wanted it to be kind of like that kind of almost like a Souls-ish feel yeah. of, of a map where you're kind of like moving around and going to different places. So part of that map. Um, but no, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm joking about, I'm actually, I'm not joking about the Wookiees. The Wookiees look <laughs> sick. But as far as, like, visual stuff, like, I'm pretty sure it's going to look better. It's, it's it's you know, advances. It's, um, it's next-gen only. It's current-gen only, I would say. So I love that. I was really hyped to see that. It's not going to be a cross-gen game. Therefore, they can really take full advantage of the hardware that's available, which isn't just mean, oh, we're going to get ray tracing or something like that. No, this means that, like, we're going to get bigger maps, more enemies to fight on screen, uh, a more complex AI, all that stuff that really gets hindered when you are trying to build a game for the lowest common denominator, which is trash Jaguar Core CPUs on a, on a Xbox One VCR 
and uh, <laughs> PlayStation 4. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for it, though. I read some comments, too. They talked about the lighting being especially much more effective because they can go to real-time lighting now mm-hmm. without having to worry about the without the last-gen consoles there. So I think yeah. that overall the feel is definitely going to be more current-gen than anything uh, that we saw out of the first one, which is good. I mean, again, I can't wait. Have yeah. that, like, lightsaber glow in, like, a dark cave or something to see it, like, illuminating. Yeah, that could oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yep. It's all the bounce lighting, yeah. Correct. So... Um, what I was kind of thinking, like, just hypothetically, right? I mean, is there potential that they could add some more, like, survive, like, survival game type elements to this as part of, like, you know, kind of like a double entendre with the name at all? Like, make it bigger in scope and then kind of make it, hey, everything's against this guy and put him kind of, like, at some point stranded or something and he's got to, like, I don't know. I don't see the gameplay changing too much. I think the survivor aspect is kind of like the overall sense of the game like mm-hmm. he's a survivor and he's trying to like just survive you know that's where it comes from yeah I i'm just i'm just I'm, I'm thinking of hope hoping for me like just because like the first game i liked but the whole souls-esque formula kind of throws me off sometimes in some of these games you know um the i get like in this repetitive nature type deal when if i beat my head up against a wall over and over again i can kind of lose a little bit of patience you know um, and that happened a, a few times with Jedi Fallen Order, and um, it's just a kind of a Souls thing for me. You are you know? playing on easy or do you play on hard? Or? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. On. I don't know. Probably the hard. Because you, you could make it really easy and you can yeah. make it really hard. So right, I think it's yeah. probably playing Our on hard. Mode. You know, I, I, I was playing the like, one down from Jedi Master, and right. it does. There's parts where I just I re- well, it's me too. I get. Yeah. I get pissed and I refuse to leave the area until I get so frustrated that I quit, right? Because I, I won't just go somewhere else. I just want to beat whatever I'm trying to beat first. And it's like, no, I shouldn't probably do that. Yeah. I should probably go somewhere else. Well, that's an so. in-game boss. <laughs> beat it level one. Story-wise, it's really cool, though. Um, now, after like it came out with the next-gen update, I tried playing it. And now I'm like stuck with, like, as opposed as the last time I launched it, I'm stuck with some kind of bug. So I think you just don't know where to go. No, man, these they're, I'm up on the top of this building, and there's enemies all around me, and they're just standing there. And I can't go in the door. I mean, they're just standing there, like, around me, not doing anything. Like, oh, you can't kill them? Oh, that is definitely a bug, yeah. I can't, I can't kill them, and they won't shoot at me, oh. nothing. They're just standing there looking at me, and I'm, like, running around, like, okay, where am I, where am I supposed to go? Can you go to back do? to, like, a previous save or something like that? I'm going to I'm gonna like have to look at it, loop? you know, and see. Yeah. You know, it's been, like, it's almost been, like, six months since I've even attempted play it now it, so. it, fallen order was a bit buggy i played it on pc and man it had a lot of bugs uh yeah. which i i was i wasn't shocked by that because respawn is a studio that is known for first person shooters and this is their first foray into like a third person action adventure game so i kind of figured even though that they did create a whole second studio and got a lot of people in um devs who have been familiar with making these kind of games before to make this game I did fully expect them to kind of like have some pitfalls and have a, a little bit of a buggy mess. Um, hopefully, I, will, I mean, that's kind of sucks that there's still outstanding bugs, even though this game came out like, what, three years ago? It's probably a very mm-hmm. rare yeah. thing, and it, it could be a situation because of, I wasn't like, I might be like halfway through, and where I was, mm-hmm. it just with the update and everything, it could have been something that happened because the game was updated and patched where I was or something like that. Like, I. I don't really know what what happened, but um, yeah. we'll see. Maybe it's fixed now. I have, like I said, I haven't played it in, in forever. So, um, 
But yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good game. I think that it got shafted from a lot of people that put it as kind of like a game of the year type category with with story and gameplay wise. I could definitely see how it could be there, even though if it wasn't 100% click for me, you know, um, I wonder if this one's going to potentially get more attention. Did they, did they just, announce a release date? I was date? just going to say tw- they the, said 2023. I was just going to say, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, Man. no, <laughs> no, it's going to get overshadowed again next year. Next year is going to be insane. Next year's loaded. Yeah. yeah I mean, next year's <laughs> freaking loaded. It, it might stand oh. a chance. It's just like you said, it is going to yeah. be loaded, but it, Wow, twenty twenty three. You never know. Some some other games might move out of its way type of deal, considering yeah. it's a Star Wars IP. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to tell what's really going to come out in twenty twenty three. I do think I know that this game, uh, based off of the the Nvidia GeForce link uh, leak, was supposed to come out later this year. So they kind of mm-hmm. like, right. even though they never announced it. It it being announced in twenty twenty three means they kind of like internally delayed it, so it probably will, has a has a better shot at re- releasing next year than the other games. But I mean, like, yeah, we know there's like Starfield next year, there's Redfall next year, there's uh, I mean, there's Maybe a lot God of God of War, Breath of the <laughs> <Yeah>. Wild too. <laughs> I, I think I think God of War's coming out this year. I think I think we're gonna yeah, God, God of War's this year. year. Y'all yeah. think Final Fantasy Two is coming out next year? Final Fantasy sixteen is gonna hit this year or next yep. year. Say again, which one? Final Fantasy 16. I think this year. I next think that's year. coming next year. I think that's going to be. I, I think yeah. Square Enix is going to have Forspoken this year, and then kind of stretch, like give some space for for Forspoken, mm-hmm. and then do, do Final Fantasy 16 next year. But think they're going to launch Forspoken on top of God of War slow mo. I, I think. For, I think. <laughs> I think they're going to try to avoid. Look, this is my, my theory. My theory. <laughs> yeah. God of War yeah. is August or September. If Forspoken okay. is like November, that's my. Well, theory. For, that I thought sense. Forspoken had a release date of the twenty eighth of October. The same as Call of Duty, right? Um, Does it have a release date? Re- yes, I believe he is correct on that. Yeah. Oh boy! They're already just killing their own game. They're just like, <laughs> right, no, yeah, we don't right. care. Just, just, just put everything. I mean, it's for. I mean, gonna really click. You know, anyway, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I mean, I've been, I, I, I've been excited for it, but yeah. I, I don't think most people are. Most people would look at the trailers it, and say, "Man, I was hyped until I saw the gameplay." When I yeah. saw that gameplay from IGN, it was like eight minutes of gameplay, and I just saw her running around in the circle with like the yeah. gremlins chasing her, and she's like doing <laughs> weird spells up in the. I was like. This is not what I thought it was when they showed the trailer. The trailer was very parkourish, mm-hmm. high energy flying empty. across the world yeah the world's very empty and i i think i don't know like i maybe it was just a bad showing or whoever was playing the game didn't have a clue what they were doing but that game did not look <laughs> like what answer. i thought it was gonna the, look like the, the spells <laughs> is what grabbed me though mm-hmm. slow-mo the spells and special effects on screen mm-hmm. were when she was using them in combinations was pretty damn impressive i mean i gotta it, say like it was right it there was. with the final fantasies so yeah, yeah. But, but the it's just the the whole yeah. she's running around in a in a big empty. circle yeah, yeah in a big empty yeah, yeah, yeah. circle filled with a bunch of gremlins like just chasing <laughs> her after I was just like what is happening that, that's one of those games that I feel like the first time we saw it we were like whoa what's that and then every time they've shown it since then it's like the hype kind of declines just a little bit yeah, you know what I mean yeah. well the city and the boss battles all look good they look populated like slow mo mm. said it was when she got outside that people were like uh there's really nothing out here what's going on with this like yeah. she was running and there was nothing there was fields and trees yeah. 
<laughs> and a couple mountains in the background, but that was it. Like that's what yeah. that's where she better was read, a better yeah, graphics was... journey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like, uh, is that a timed exclusive? Though is that a full blown exclusive? I mean, it's a timed, 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 probably timed. two year at least. Two year. Yeah. Man, it's so it's only but those two year deals right now. Um, square. We might never see it on yeah. Xbox. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. A, uh, I mean, that is a, PlayStation. That's what they're doing right now. I, I kind of honestly wish Xbox would have done some of that to fill in the gaps here with some, with their lineup because we're we're gonna go over this twenty twenty two so far and maybe it'd have been nice to have a couple things in there even it, if it was time it wasn't october 28th by the way it's october 11th is what oh, i'm reading okay. so, um, so right okay yeah. um shout out to chris jones before call of duty stops it yeah <laughs> uh five dollars super chat from chris jones uh appreciate you says don't know if you noticed pong but we won that poll about mav and jrpgs a couple weeks ago <laughs> yeah complete, of course we did complete bullshit poll i have to say chris jones thank you for that um <laughs> And also, Psycho, nobody believes Mav ever played JRPGs. Uh, smiling face, sunglasses, <laughs> sticker. Thanks, bro. Uh, I hope you have Psycho's going to Dave Matthews Band concert tonight. So we'll see Psycho. Probably won't hear from him for a few days uh, when we until we get really worried and we start calling uh, calling people uh, near uh, him. We'll be like, Hey, have you seen? Oh, him? I slept for like thirty six hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> what happened last time? We're like, he yes, was like, what day is it? Like, yeah. Right. Did we? He's like, is it Xbox Ultimate tonight? And I'm like, it's Wednesday, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but he's, he makes sure he catches, like, it seems like five Dave Matthews brand concerts a year. I don't know how they tour his hometowns, like, so damn much, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, shout out to Psycho. Hope you have fun tonight, man. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, overall, like, this. A Star Wars game looks really cool. Jedi Survivor. I think that it's good to see a continuation of these like single player focused games too, especially from like EA, who's known as like micro transaction central, you know. And uh, so it's good to get both right. You got you got the whole EA sports stuff, and then you got also single player stuff. So this is good. We can get some of this as well, right? Uh, do y'all? Um, know who that freaking guy was in the aquarium with the mask on you know no back clue. Tank? was that a guy or yeah, was that a girl i think that was a guy and they showed nipples right so i don't think they would have shown nipples okay i was watching it on my phone so i could not tell it like, looked like, like the dude from mad max like the mad max fury road <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool so nobody knows who that is like at all mm. it's do you think it's a good guy? I mean, it seems like he. Is I haven't a good really guy looked or... much. I just watched the trailer. I didn't look into it too much, but some kind of. I don't, I don't think it's a good guy. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, no. I would say he's probably a, a experiment, once, uh, former Jedi that's been converted, kind of like yep. um, Vader. So. Right. Oof. Or, or the or the girl from the first game. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. yeah, or the girl from the first game, or like Star Killer um, from Force Unleashed. You know, they grow yeah, the empires. The right. empire's been into experimenting with people, right? Yeah. Trying to create the ultimate weapons uh, mm-hmm. through the use of force. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's something like that. I think that. they're going to go into some of that stuff that made Uncanny. They're going to try to bring that back into it a little bit. So that's probably where he's coming from. Maybe that'd be nice. They should just install all the cannon, and everything would be back to normal again. Right. <laughs> I see Lupa with the uh, membership message there saying, happy birthday to my friend, Long Dong Pong. Showing off that Thanks, gold Lupa. badge also, Lupa. 
Uh, I'd noticed the last few days uh, we're starting to have some gold badges here for members for over a year on the channel now. Absolutely blows my mind. Um, so thank you to Lupa and everybody uh, for all the, all the channel members. Anybody who's just hanging out, uh, appreciate any likes, shares, or whatever get help help grow the show. Uh, thank you all. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. 2023, man. I wish this was a 2022 game. I really do. Yeah. And Grub said that this is February or March. So okay. that's what he's hearing. So well, shit, isn't okay, everything early. supposed to be February, March yeah. now at this point? Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're back to that again. Yes. Yes. I think that's more of a placeholder usually when they when they, they don't have a solid release date. They always go, uh, you know, middle of the first quarter. We'll we'll shoot for that and then we'll see what happens. Cause I feel like the last couple of years we've seen games that is always like sometime around in the fall, we're like, man, February next year is going to be stacked. Well, this and year then, was right. Well, yeah, this year might have been, <laughs> been the only year where it just remained stacked. I think right. the year before it was like a lot of games, and then a lot of them started to delay out. And even this year, like Saints Row was initially supposed to be February, mm-hmm. and then they delayed out. I, th- I feel like there was another game as well that. Yeah. Oh wait, there was a game that went up, moved up too. I can't. What game oh, was that? Uh, Sifu moved up. Like it was yeah. pushed back to February, and then it, uh, like the twenty second, I think they moved it up to the eighth or something like that. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that uh I mean I think I think it's it's more of a placeholder it seems and you know just to, to to fill out how things are I don't think a lot of games at least especially the bigger ones really care about other games that are around them but they really just care about making sure that the game is ready and that it can it can reach gold and not be uh, a huge mess when it comes out so uh yeah. we'll see what happens but and i'm pretty sure respawn's pretty confident that they're going to be considered one of the big games even if there's another one there with the hype that the last one got and uh all of that and everybody looking forward to this one i think they'll be confident no matter what when they finally decide on that uh yeah. you know, exact date i think that they won't move for anybody else yeah i agree so, yeah. so uh let's get into this like we were looking at last last year last six months of last year was really strong for xbox right like you had uh several releases um you had you know psychonauts 2 and you had forza horizon 5 and you had halo infinite which had i I think a fairly good decent launch where a lot of the problems became with infinite with not updating the content as regularly as people had hoped and some issues with monetization and the way they're handling a lot of that stuff and those issues continue but going back to looking at the end of last year, there was a lot of still positivity, a lot of good things at the end of 2021. Um, so because we got this whole Bethesda showcase, we got this huge games blowout showcase week coming up between you know the 9th and the uh, 13th or so uh, of this month. It's kind of like this dead zone now. And uh, what better time to kind of take a look back at the first half of this year? and see kind of where we're at with Xbox and see maybe what's on the line here for the showcase, see what they could potentially have in, in store for us. But more, more so, like, I, I want to kind of grade the first six months of Xbox and uh, in 2022. Now, uh, we have... Uh, it's not 100% halfway, because by the time it's halfway, it'll be actually right in the line of the showcase. And we're not going to be doing that at that point. We're going to be talking about all the new games and all the excitement and all that kind of stuff. So uh, there's not a whole lot coming in the next couple of weeks anyway. So I figure we kind of take a look right now, go back and say, uh, what, what did Xbox have in store for us in the 
first half of 2022. Now, I went to go look to see for any first-party games, and there was none. So uh, we're going to go and look at Game Pass because Game Pass was pretty much the exclusive for Xbox the first half of 2022. And uh, is this was this enough for the first half of this year? Are, we, is, are people content with that, or do you think... Uh, well, they got smaller exclusives. Like, they got yeah. Crossfire, but, I mean... <laughs> I tried to erase that out of my memory um, as but it's not technically first party, right? Because uh, I don't think it was not published no. by Microsoft. No, no. Smilegate republished it in the end. Is, so. Was Tunic? Uh, yeah, was Tunic was March and Nobody Saves the World, I think, was January. So those were like probably the two biggest indies yeah. uh, that were exclusive. Um, you had other indies in there, like Weird West, I think, was in there as well, but it wasn't yep. exclusive to Xbox. And then um, there's another one, and I, I can't remember right now. Well, I, I kind of got Nobody Saved the World was a pretty decent one. So they um, didn't, I, I think, as far as exclusive goes, those were probably it, but they did have some games that were multi plat but launched in Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, like a Rainbow is, Six Extraction yeah. launched in yeah. January. On Game Pass Day One, uh, that was a nice surprise. Actually, we didn't find out about that until a couple of weeks or so before uh, it hit, and I had a lot of fun with that. Now it didn't really take off a hundred percent, but it's it it, it it did barely decent around launch time. I think a lot of people that did play it enjoyed it. Uh, you had some people dive in, I think, expecting more of a run and gun type experience, and kind of be like, I don't know what this is, you know. But I, I know me and Pong and Steel. Um, played the shit out of that game for for a yeah. couple of weeks and and really had a blast. better than expected. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that one for me, like I chalked that up as, hey, that's a good thing. You know, I hit Game Pass day one. It's a, that was a a great time there. Um, we've had other games come into Game Pass like Death's Door came um in right around that same time. Um, Nobody Saves the World. I think that was a day one game as well, right? Nobody Saves yeah. the World. Uh, into Game Pass. Um, the Hitman trilogy hit Game Pass on uh, the twentieth as well. I mean, early on, you know, you're looking at a strong freaking like January uh, timeline because Death Store, Hitman trilogy, nobody saves the world, Rainbow That's Six also Extraction, when seventy billion dollars. Yeah, you had the Mass Effect Legendary Edition had finally come to Game Pass. You know, you had uh, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, then Rainbow Six Siege hit PC Game Pass. Um, I mean, just really strong. Uh, and then Crossfire happened on February 10th. <laughs> so that was a thing. Um, yeah. Man, if that game had actually been good, that would have been great. That would have been a great thing, you know? Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't. So we just got to... You kind of saw the writing on the wall with Crossfire. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they try to they, distance themselves. The marketing, from that game. yeah, the marketing fell off a map with that game. Yeah. It's like yep. as soon as they saw the gameplay, they was like, "Oh no, we Ooh. can't, we can't." This. <laughs> yeah, <No>. exactly. It was <laughs> like they were so excited about it when they originally got that deal. But if you remember when they signed that deal, they didn't have a lot going for them at the time. True, you know. So it was kind of like looking at it, okay, like hey, we got this thing. It's huge in Asia. We're gonna try and drive this. You know, it's gonna be like a big thing for us. And and then. They, the as the game is getting developed and stuff, we're kind of like, whoa, what's going on with this thing? And we're not going to keep marketing it like we have. Then you saw it only glimpses of like little CGI stuff from like the uh, 
from the campaign and stuff, like the little snippet gameplay things that look pretty cool. But like other than that, they didn't really like talk about it very much at all. You know, and and the launch was a disaster. It, it yeah. is that that was the game was like nowhere near being ready to come out. It needed like another year and a half or something. I think it needed it another like... decade or so. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't even developer, play the single player. I couldn't yeah. even play the single player. Uh, yeah, and no one could. No, no, and once I got done, once I got done fooling around with the multiplayer, I was out. I uninstalled it. I still haven't tried to reinstall it to play the single player yeah. yet. It had two maps, <laughs> yeah. two modes. Both modes were not the greatest, and the <laughs> the uh, um, the aim assist for controller was broken. Um, yeah. it, it was like you would try to like strafe. And tried to like lock on the enemy that's like like maybe running across you, and it's like you're trying to aim the cannon on a tank instead <laughs> of just an assault rifle. It's like what is happening here? It was so it was uh, it probably the, some of the worst gunplay I've ever yeah. experienced. It was pretty bad. To, to put it in no, perspective, it, it was more fun playing with uh, knives. Just equip the <laughs> knife, run, and stab people. It, it yeah. was more fun. Um, I, I kind of put it into perspective like a few times where, you know, remember like on Xbox One and uh, PS4 generation, there was like some random free-to-play first-person shooters that would hit, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, and it, I don't even remember the names of them, you know, just like from like no-name studios, publishers I've ever heard of, and they just kind of like this free download. They were like, okay, I'll cool, I'll check it out. Those games that I can't remember the names of or anything all played 10 times better than this piece of shit game. Um, I'm just saying, like, I it's hard not to be critical when something is that blatantly bad. I know, I know that right. Jasper was like, hey, I kind of like the uh floatiness because he's kind of equated to more like Counter Strike, but I played yeah. Counter Strike also like on console. It just isn't like, I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, the. I think the problem was that people thought there was aim assist and it says there's aim assist in the options, mm-hmm. but there was literally no aim assist in that game. No, right. no. So, like if, like if you play games that don't have aim assist on consoles, it can be rough, like jumping from like call of duty to halo where they have strong aim assist. And then where you go to games that don't have any, it's like a real pain in the ass. But if you can adapt to that, you could actually do well in that game. So, so did you play it with mouse and keyboard? No, I played with a controller. Oh, so you just, okay. He's just okay. as sweaty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, I mean, I was watching him play actually on stream. He's getting all these like sniper shots and stuff, like quick scopes and, and everything. I'm like, I can't. This is like, I can't do that with the controller. You know, yeah, I on made that the game. game look good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jasper, yeah, I like it. He did. If you watch some of his streams, I was like, okay, this doesn't seem as bad. Then I play, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, how can it just felt so bad? And I tried to adjust the settings and and everything. And it it kind of reminds me. Work. It, yeah, none of the settings work. No, yeah. it reminds me of like the, another game that was published by Ubisoft that I got to play in the Insider program. That was a first-person shooter as well. I got to play oh, in the. Yeah, I played. That. I know what game you're <laughs> talking about. I played that game, too. and it felt yeah. almost as bad as that. Well, that game actually yeah. felt like equally as bad, or maybe I don't know, but. Anyway, like it was pretty rough. It, it's, it's, I, it's, the Ubisoft I played half a match of that game. 
that you're <laughs> yeah. talking about that, that we can't mention because Ubisoft has crazy uh, NDAs. Um, NDAs, NDAs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the game is so bad that everyone knows what we're talking about without yeah. us even, even having to name it. But it's crazy that Ubisoft is still going forward with yeah. it, even because like I've seen them do updates, talk about, yeah. hey, it's getting better. Man, I, Trust us, please. Like, well, they, they changed Yeah, something. they changed a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took, I was pretty defiant in my comments. Of I, was, I was pretty defiant <laughs> in my comments to them about the, what I felt about the gameplay, and I hope they exit out of their uh, library coming forward. You know, no, I heard uh, Tom just left that game. So Tom did, yeah. yeah. Tom, yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder if there's ever going to be any more like uh, Tom uh, had no no reason being there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Get out of your time. They, yeah. they also tried to tie in some of Tom's friends, though, and yeah. um, they, they made some other changes with Tom's yeah. friends in there yeah. to try to like, yeah. hey, remember this guy? I'm like, yeah. yeah, I do. I remember yeah. him in a better game, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sa- Sam was like, I'm out of place here. I don't belong here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's it just like some characters only belong in the upper echelon mm-hmm. of franchises. You know. Mm-hmm. And man, we're know, doing good with this. Not uh... <laughs> keep putting Sam in the phone game, so you know. <laughs> you're drawing a rainbow here, and I'm not liking it. <laughs> Sometimes at the end of a rainbow, there's just a pile of shit, you know. And this is, the, uh, I don't know. Um, again, that game was not all that, but guess what? Crossfire X actually released. So, uh, yeah, uh, you can say that for him. So, if there's an X at the beginning of a game title or at the end, I'm gonna kind of like stay clear for a little while and and wait. Oh, it's like a gamer better. tag from the 360 days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but so going on from that travesty of Crossfire X, um, we had uh, Edge of Eternity hit Game Pass on the on uh, February 10th. Um, then there was. Ark Survival Evolved Ultimate Survivor Edition. That when's that sequel supposed to be coming out for Ark? I remember, oh, remember that Vin Diesel With trailer ben? that was really weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I don't have any idea. We haven't heard anything from it really at all. Right? I know that companies had some like iffy stuff in the past. So yeah, I wonder if I mean, Ark like... Two will release in game preview, like mm. the first one did. Because that game Probably. was like really rough for a long time. It maybe still is. I don't know. I never got into it, but like it, I think game preview kind of helped that game progress to where it was. Oh, hey, look, look who's here. I didn't. I didn't hear a chime, so I don't know how long you've been there, baby. Um, for about like twenty minutes. No, you have not. <laughs> <laughs> have you really? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Caitlin. Hey, babe. No, hey, I'm Caitlin. Just Happy birthday, Pong. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, I was going to say happy birthday, slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks anyway. <laughs> How's it going? Pretty good. Good, good. Um, all right, so let's see. Then we got, what are we talking about? We're, we're kind of going through like Xbox's first half of 2022. Uh, here's a pretty big one, I think, for a PC release for Game Pass was Total Warhammer 3. Total War, Warhammer mm-hmm. 3. Um, that was a Sega published game, obviously exclusive. Uh, day w- not not exclusive, but in Game Pass day one on PC. That was kind of interesting, you know, uh, with all the Sega 
talk going back and forth about you know partnerships and stuff like that to actually see some of their at least one of their bigger franchises go into game pass day one um later uh this year we also have two point campus coming at day one yeah. uh to game pass as well um let's see there's also Where's that one dropping anyway uh two point campus uh it's in june i think i think so i think it's coming up like august 9th august 9th august 9th oh, okay yeah, august 9th yeah, that's, that's, that's a few months away <laughs> it's not that close <laughs> um you know i wish they honestly like you know that's that is a very kid-friendly game so i kind of wish they would have dropped it in june so kids can have more time to play it over the summer yeah, they always summer's always a dead time because they feel like, oh, everybody's going to be outside doing things, going right, on vacations right. and all this stuff. But like, people just stay it's at home and play games now. <laughs> so, um, it's a back catalog season right now, is what it feels like. Um, let's see what else do we got. We got yeah, some more PC releases. We did get shredders. Uh, that we got flight simulator hit the cloud. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, lawn mowing simulator or top gun contenders come out for that yep i think so did that just hit already it's free yeah it hit already yeah oh nice i got you seen the videos they got a new uh whole thing where you got to go up into the outer atmosphere and fly yeah it's really cool uh yeah i've already seen some people doing it i'm gonna have to install that the one thing i don't like about flight sim is like how the update system works and the downloads because you got to kind of like have the game launched while it's updating kind of mm-hmm. sucks you know because it's like an in-game update system for all the content so i don't know if that's the way same with the top gear content but if it is i'm gonna have to kind of le- not top gear sorry top gun i'm gonna kind of have to leave it running while that all, all that stuff does that um let's see we got i uh, said law mowing simulator hey this was a big one martians guardians of the galaxy hit on uh march the 10th we found out that's one of the uh first games coming to uh the PS Plus Premium as well. Uh, one of the newest games coming to that service. Uh, so that was a pretty big deal, I think, Guardians of the Galaxy hitting Game Pass. right? Um, yeah, that, was, that was my favorite game last year. Yeah? Yeah. So is the play, is it already on the PlayStation thing? That no, launches on the 13th, I think. Yeah. It's in, it is in Asia, I believe. Then? Is what? Has everybody already played it by now, then? Oh, there were some people who still skipped it. It didn't sell so, as well plenty... as it should have. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. There will be definitely people that try it out. For sure. I think, I a, think PlayStation I, I think this is more of a sure. fortunate um, case of Square Enix um, showing, once again, they don't know what to do with uh, a certain market of games, developers, right. and, and demographics of gamers. So it's like uh, they, they kind of forced Crystal Dynamics into doing a, a looter shooter for the Avengers. That didn't work out. Did they do them under the bus for it? Guardians as after a really good game, but with the way they marketed it when they showed it at the E3 worst. last year, it was ridiculous. Like it was the, the, worst. the best part of Guardians is his humor, the characters, the story, and 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 how all that ties in together and how they really nailed yeah. the uh the understanding of those characters. And then instead of like showing us some of those things, clips of those things to get us excited, they gave us like a 15 minute unedited trump of like a mission. Gameplay of fighting a Jello monster. Generic gameplay that looked like Avengers gameplay, right? No explanation, and it was just like 
after Avengers, that was like the last thing people wanted mm-hmm. to see. It, it's just Square Enix. Square, and they didn't Square has sh- no idea what they do, what to what to do with Western markets yeah. at all. They, they right. have they don't get the fact that well, you can't. Again, I always say you can show a toe of Final Fantasy and everybody will go nuts over it, but that doesn't work with the Western markets, right? That doesn't work with those style of games. You have to know what strengths those games play to, and you have to highlight those to us over here on the Western side of things for us to go, oh, okay, yeah, this looks great. You can't just do what you normally do with your JRPGs where you show anything and everybody's like, oh, my God, best ever. Let's go. Can't yeah. wait. That's just not how it works. Square never got that, ever. Well, and the other thing is now it's not going to be a problem anymore for them. Right. Because right. they have done what a lot of us thought that eventually they would do and move on from the Western uh Dev Studios. I do think that this game got overlooked for like Slomo said because a lot of those reasons. They didn't like they mentioned the story and how people like oh this is very interactive between the characters. But they just they just talked about that. They didn't showcase it. If if we could have gotten like walking scenes of them and the banter going back and forth on some of the missions with some of the cutscenes and stuff going on and then kind of go into gameplay, I think people would have been like, okay, this looks pretty legit. But instead, they just showed them sitting on a couch on their ship. And being like, they're going to have a lot of interactions between each other, and you're going to have great relationships. But here's 20 minutes of boring-ass gameplay that looks just like the last game that we released that you hated. Uh, I, I, you know, what, what would have sold this game to me last summer is if they would have, like, if you played it, you know the whole scene in the bar with Lipless? There's an alien named Lipless, right? And he has this whole backstory with, uh, with Star-Lord. And it's not much of a spoiler here because it has really nothing to do with the game whatsoever. <laughs> but it's just hilarious because this guy comes up on Star Lord, pulls a gun, and he's like, "You know, you betrayed me and everything. We were supposed to be brothers. They were like in prison together." And then it gets into this crazy like they start singing, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I remember you, Lipless. Like we had that song, right?" And they just start singing this song as he's trying to get Lipless to put the gun down, and it's just. It's hilarious. It's one of the funniest things. I, I laughed. Did you out fuck that part that. up? Oh no, I got it right. Got oh, okay, it right. but 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 it's I just like if they would have just included that. You may have walked past been, it. Yeah, you had to go into a bar at uh, what's the name of the uh, nowhere? Uh, yeah, nowhere. nowhere. Oh, is when you're walking around and you got to walk to all your different characters on nowhere and find them. Yes, you know? yeah, and, okay. and um, and Rocket's mad at Star Lord, so you go yeah. there to try to talk to Rocket, and then there's Lipless. He's just there in the bar. You talk to Lipless, and then he's like starts freaking out on you. Man, and I didn't see Lipless. Whole... Man, I'm pit- pissed. Shit. Oh, I would I would go back just to go let's do that part. <laughs> it's it's so funny, but it's just like that's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, such the, a unique experience for that game, and the humor was so spot on for Guardians that like. That's something they sh- they could have put in a clip of a trailer to kind of market the game. It's not exposing the story. It's not telling you like hitting you with spoilers. It's not telling you what, who the grand you know villain is or anything like that. But it's still hilarious. It still captures the 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 feel of the game. And I thought that would have been a better idea, especially when you you showed us t- over ten minutes of, of boring gameplay. You yeah. just spent. 30 seconds showing us part of that and been like, okay, all right, now people get, get, can, can say, yeah, you know, I, I might want to check this out. That was, that was pretty funny, you know, mm-hmm. instead of, wow, that here's Star-Lord ordering his teammates around again, you know, fighting Jelly, okay? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, what, what are y'all doing, guys? 
Um, shout, shout out to Vic, the click again with $5 super chat. Appreciate you as always, Vic. Uh, one of the best out there. He says, what's up everyone. This time I'm the one that's a bit late. Happy birthday to a great podcaster and even more amazing human. Senior Pong soul. I know that Vic is doing some shots for you there. Um, 100%. Guaranteed. 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 <laughs> Unless he's at work. That's the only time he's not doing shots. You, you think so, he's guys at work. <laughs> at work, just he just has a disguise. Three is that what it is? Weekend. You yeah. just pull out a hidden flask and take a quick No, he's got like a thermos. You know, oh, this is bright. <laughs> this is water. He's got one of those fake babies yeah. in the carrier that's actually where you fill it up with liquor. It's got yeah. a straw in the head. Oh, you yeah. You ever seen those? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got a straw going up through his shirt. You know? I have never right. seen that before. You've never seen that? You should look it up. I've yeah, they got like, these. You know, like suntan lotion bottles. Yeah. You know, never yep. a freaking a baby. It's What's actually that? a baby doll in a carrier. So, like, when you go to sports games and stuff, you can bring your own liquor because nobody <laughs> bothers you because you got the baby, but the straw's in the top of the head. And you can. That's- all right so now we got um tunic on march 16th march was a pretty good damn month because you had you had martin uh guardians of the galaxy you had um tunic you had shredders now that hit and miss for a lot of people um i think it's okay i it's not like oh this is an amazing game but i I feel i feel like it's a pretty chill game that uh for the right type of Gamer is going to find a lot of in-depth uh, in gameplay there on Shredders. Um, and uh, so that was a pretty good month there. Then we got um, a bunch of games i never heard of. Here we go. Crusader Kings 3 hit on March 29th. Um, that was day... Was that... That was day one, or was that, had, had that already been released previously? That was, it, was, it came out on PC yeah, last year. Likely. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. It just it was day one to console. It was console day right, one. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Crusader Kings 3 and Weird West also. Uh, I really like Weird West. Weird West is a good game. Um, I think it uh, didn't get talked about a lot, but it's one of those that did come day one and was really solid, I think. Uh, it's a much bigger game than I thought it would be. So I encourage anybody that likes like RPGs or top-down games you know, to, to give that a try. Is that the one that was made by Wolf Eye Studios? I think they're, they're former Arcane devs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, it's like a Western, you know. But I, but I was surprised with the amount of loot and like like ability skills stuff going on there. You know, with like a there's a town hub and um, the gameplay is like you got some strategy involved to it, but also you know you can kind of go guns blazing if if you figure it out but it's 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 a good game man like i like i was really impressed with it i did not expect i expected to think it was cool because like the western aspect but i wasn't expecting to like all the gameplay mechanics and and the world and everything to be as good and 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 large feeling as it was right so i was impressed with that um we had mlb the show 2022 uh hit day one and game pass again now, last year, that was huge news when that got announced it was coming to Game Pass Day 1. This year was like, oh, cool, the show again. We got it. So it's like now expectation, right? As a crazy a year makes, now we're expecting games like this Day 1 and Game Pass, where a year ago it was like freaking the internet blew up when that was announced, right? Um, anybody been digging the show? 
haven't played it like I nope. did the, uh, the one last year, but I, it's, <laughs> I've been busy racing around more. So, so it's like yeah. baseball's kind of been on the back burner, but it, it's still great that we get that, that sports title, you know, day and date in the service. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think partly because the Phillies weren't really in it like they uh, should have been. Although my, my original go-to team, the Mets, been doing a good bit better so at, at some point i will dive into it but i'm I'm still busy racing around tracks and looking forward to forza motorsports so but it's it's still a big deal it you know if madden would do the same thing as far as just beyond the 10-hour trial that would be awesome but you know having mlb is a pretty pretty decent uh get nonetheless yeah um i played it did you did you like it lupa I had about four hours in it. Yeah, it was all right for hitting a ball with a bat and throwing a ball at somebody it else. It ain't no cricket, am I right? <laughs> well, cricket's a boring load of shit as well. So, <laughs> just like <laughs> I really, it is all right. It's all right for a chill game to play when you're in a party, just not thinking about it. Yeah, I know a lot, a lot of people that have gotten really got really into the show. I've always been a, as a show fan. I just don't play those games as much as I used to. Right, like. Um, but there's a lot of like people that only play sports games and only play um, racers, only play fighting games, only play shooters. You know what I mean? So this is really big for a lot of those gamers that are really into only sports games. Only play GTA. Yeah. <laughs> only play GTA. <laughs> like Caitlin. That, uh, that's, that's why Xbox should get EA because then they get the sports games they're missing. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of EA, they also have uh, some more games did hit from EA uh, with all the EA Play games hitting into Game Pass this year uh, as well. Uh, also, one that was from EA that's right after uh, this was Lost in Random uh, hit uh, awesome EA game. Play. Uh, so, yeah, I've, heard, I've seen some people really like that. I've completed it, and it's an awesome game. I loved every minute of it. It was funny. The gameplay was awesome. Uh, it was unique. Don't think we've had a game like that before. And it was so much fun. The story was good. It was dark in areas. It was light in areas. It was very good. A very good, enjoyable game. The graphics were different and awesome. If you if you like, um, you know, like Nightmare Before Christmas type of stuff, then, um, yeah, it's a really good game. That type of genre. Um, okay, so I have to show you. Did you see that in the DMs? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That is like... <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at this that, guy. That's a do it, do it yourself one. You have to <laughs> but they the actually make step. them. Yeah. <laughs> so this is why other sports should have the same drink policies as NASCAR. <laughs> that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, a hole in that head. Uh, so that's what we picture Vic doing at work right now, I guess, right? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> um just take my child to work day. Hey, you can't stop me. It's like sorry, boss man. Got no babysitter. Sorry. <laughs> that's really messed up. That is sick. <laughs> Only <laughs> the fucking Americans would think of some shit like that. Yeah. Oh well, my they, hey, he, what? This You're, is... You got hooligans over there. You kidding me? The hooligans we, think of that stuff we too. Don't Come on. Have now. hooligans? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you culture no, going to pubs every the night. 80s. No, <laughs> you still have hooligans. It's not Stop like it's it. a real baby. 
it still looks very <laughs> <laughs> it's sick. That's absolutely sick. Well, you don't want to see the process, Lupa, of making it. That's even worse. So Yeah, um. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Pouring it in its back and sucking it out of its head. I mean, oh my goodness. What the if hell? Psycho's here, I already know what he's thinking. I got you, Psycho. <laughs> Yeah, you got some else in there. Than Psycho's Nisa. got one of those right now at the Dave Matthews concert. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, crash oh into me. No, Psycho's is like, he made like a bong. Yeah. Need, yeah. I'm going to have <laughs> a baby bong. seeing that now. A baby bong. Nightmarish. That, that's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, lost and random. Uh, mm-hmm. We have some fans of that. Uh, there was Bug Snacks. Former PlayStation exclusive hit on April Game 28th. of the year, oh, right there. Stop it. That's oh, all I'm paying for. Oh, yeah, right. Slomo had to do a, a stream of Bugs. Slomo loved every me. minute of it. I he complained every and... second of that game. BS. That I call BS. Pokemon wanna be super chipper. I'm sorry. The, those little strawberries with the eyes give me nightmares. I, <laughs> Slomo, did you like Viva Pinata? No, I did not. That, okay. I, I, I there you go. Yeah, That's why. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I lost a bet that I had to stream that for like, it started out as two hours and then somehow I got swindled into doing it for three and then I had to do a second stream and it's just like it's it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of bad memories. It's a lot of you know, waking up in the night in the middle of the night screaming, you know, uh from night that that nightmare of that game. So look I I, I know some people are like, Well, I didn't think it was that bad, but look, look I, I just I can't stay in that game. <laughs> slow mo, did you ever let me ask you this, slow mo, did you ever get stuck playing it though? Did you ever get confused yes. about what you had to do? <laughs> yeah, did you? thank you. Yeah. It's a confusing the, the, the game. It's like, hey, shoot this thing up in the air. This other like bucks that Damn it. I was hoping for a different and then, answer. And it's just like, <laughs> no, like it, it's just like half the time it's like, who up? Like I Oh. You know, especially in like the desert area, and like there's like yeah. this little canyon where you, you got to catch them all in this like this big circle or something. I'm just like, you know, who hate this game? <laughs> like, I just want to talk to them. I just want to have a conversation. Yeah, you know, I got stuck in the first five minutes. I have to admit, <laughs> <laughs> and you got called a clumpy clumber nut or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, well, the guy at the beginning called me an idiot. Like I was like, what is <laughs> like? That's one of the first things you hear is like uh, somebody calling you an idiot. The clumpy clumbernut said it, and it kind of pissed me off. And I I wanted to prove him wrong. Then turns out three minutes later I got stuck. So clumpy clumbernut was accurate, <laughs> and that made me even more mad. You know, uh, but I will say my daughter absolutely loved that game. Right. So, you know, she's ten years old, and this was crazy enough. The first game that she just got there, it sucked in and played like single player by herself. Mm-hmm. Right? It's well, got a lot of charm. Amazing. It's got a lot of charm. <laughs> <laughs> it does? It does. The other game was amazing. You had the Cinnabons and the strawberries, and you get d- hot dog arms. Man, that game was so good. <laughs> Wiener hands. <laughs> Wiener hands. <laughs> yeah. Jasper's showing his true age right now. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, <laughs> and she did though. I mean, she got sucked into. She played it for like three days, and that's all she did was play Bug Snacks, you know. And uh, she beat it. I think. I think she beat it. Uh, 
I, I know we beat a boss together because I kind of helped her figure out how to beat this boss. And uh, it was like, I was like, I'm glad that, you know, something about it clicked with her. So games like that, hitting Game Pass is a good thing, in my opinion, right? Like it isn't, not every game has to be for everybody, but I do, I do uh, appreciate a game like that coming in there because we would have never bought it. Like she was like, oh, dad, can I get bug snacks? No, she wasn't going to ask for bug snacks. But because it was there, it's like, hey, check out this game. I want to see if you like it. Three days later, you know, all she wants to play. So um, that was really cool. That's awesome. At least Bucks and Axe was good for something. Yeah, and it turns out she's a lot (laughs) more intelligent than I am because she didn't get stuck at that first part. Um, So we move on from Bug Snacks. Uh, Then we go into, like, some more EA Play stuff. We got, like, Star Wars Squadrons hit on Cloud. And um, we have Hot Pursuit Remastered on the Cloud. So you have some of those EA Play games all going to the cloud around that time. NBA 2K22 hit console on April 28th. This year was the both versions. They didn't they didn't uh, cop out and do just the last-gen version like last year. So that was pretty cool. And that was only like five months after release or so. Or maybe, or no, when does NBA come out? Like October or September usually? Uh, like yeah, I think it's around October. October. Yeah. So yeah, it's about yeah. five, six months after release. It's uh, pretty good for a sports game like as big as NBA 2K. Hitting is still very relevant, you know, before the NBA playoffs and all that kind of stuff, you know, uh, hitting in Game Pass. So uh, it was pretty cool to see that. Uh, I know a lot of people dove into it. We had a lot of fun doing some team play for a little while with that with people that hadn't had 2K before. So um, and that's also going to be one that's part of the PS Plus Premium. Um, And I think that's going to be a big deal for PlayStation having that in there as uh, as many gamers that are on PlayStation that play you know, COD and 2K, right? We always make jokes about that. But for real, though, like 2K and uh, is a big deal to have in, a, in that service, for sure. So It launched in September, so, yeah. September, right. So about six September. months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seven, six, seven yeah. months. Um, yep. Then we got Loot River. Came out on my birthday, yeah. May 3rd. Uh, a lot of people really like this. This was a day one game as well. Absolutely. Good uh, game. Halo Season 2 that day. Yeah, Halo Season 2 came out that day as well. Um, yeah. Uh, then we had a Trek to, <laughs> Trek yeah. to, Trek to Yomi uh, May 5th hit. Yeah. Yep. Um, a Udo, a Udo and Chronicle Rising hit on May 10th. That's another day one. Excellent. Um, Jurassic World Evolution 2 hit on the May 17th. That's day one as well, right? I believe. Yeah. Um, and then we just have uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker came out on PC. That's got kind of a uh, a lot of PC fan gamers actually pretty excited about that game. Um, Floppy Nights, and um, we have Sniper Elite Five, and then uh, I guess Pac Man Museum Plus hit today as well. It did. Uh, it says I May twenty seventh. Yeah, it's supposed to come out on Friday, so it should have hit if yeah. it's not already. Hmm. So that. here we are. I mean, the, the we got coming up in June. Uh, what's announced right now? We got the Shadowrun trilogy, Assassin's Creed Origins, For Honor. Um, Remember, and- people, Mav knew the Shadowrun was coming. Insider Mav knew Shadowrun trilogy was coming. His nose was smelling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so how how do we? Gra- I mean, now I say indie wise and double A wise. Uh, Sniper Elite Five is great, 
Rainbow Six Extraction I had a lot of fun with. There's a lot of great indie games in here. You had a couple of big AAA games hit, uh, not day one, but you had, uh, you know, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, NBA 2K22. Then you did have MLB The Show hit day one. You had games like Weird West, Crusader Kings 3. You got PC things like Total War Warhammer 3. Um, there's no, like, big first-party games, right, that have hit the first half of this year. Um, that was to be expected. We did not expect to potentially have that happen for the second half of this year, but that's still not necessarily a hundred percent going to be the case. But where do, where do we sit on how Xbox's lineup was, uh, for the first half? I know I didn't run out of things to play, um, but we wanted more. For me, I feel like April was the worst month. I feel like just because I'm not big into NBA and that was like the biggest game that we got in Game Pass for April. And kind of leading into May, it was a long period before we got Sniper Elite, which was the one I was looking for. So I had like almost two months where I was just like, well, Game Pass, there's not much on there for me right now. Right. So that's kind of like a a slow period. And that's kind of where we started hearing all the negative news. So I feel like maybe for someone who's not into those kind of games, it kind of felt like bad for it to be an Xbox player or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's just kind of where I'm sitting. But January through March was really good because we got Rainbow, Guardians of the Galaxy. I already played it, so it wasn't too big of a deal for me. So that's kind of where I'm sitting. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lupa? What about me? How do you how do you feel like Xbox fared in the first half of 2022 with their with the I lineup? I think they've done awesome. I think it was a good lineup. I think gamers are too entitled these days, and you should just be happy with what you get. And like <laughs> it's like I I just get fed up with all the doom and bloody gloom. Just get on with it. We got what we got. Enjoy or don't play games, whatever. I don't mind either way. Fair enough. enough. I think it was a quite good set set of different types of games and games that all of us enjoy differently. Some like, some don't like. That's gaming. And we should just get on with it and play what we got. So we're all disappointed a couple of games aren't coming, but there's plenty of other stuff that's come in that we can play third party. And third party have held up Xbox for a few years in their dark moments. And they'll do it again this year. But next year, it's going to hit, and it's going to be blowing people's minds what's coming. Just wait till June 12th. People jump the gun too early. I think what's kind of made it feel maybe even worse from Xbox's side for me was that there was really no big third-party AAA games either the first half of the year. I mean, I'm trying to think back at, like, what all third-party came out the first half of this Rainbow. year. And there was not a lot. I mean, Rainbow was a Game Pass Day 1, but I'm just talking about in general. Like, third-party, big AAA titles. They all got them in Game Pass, so it's like... <laughs> well, yeah, like, there's just not... Game I mean, what, what else was there? I mean, I'm trying to think back. I mean, Outside of Game Pass, you had Elden Ring. That was well, Elden, yeah, Elden, Elden Ring. Ring, yeah, that's the one big one. That's, that's the one big one. Besides, besides Elden Ring, though, like, was oh. there, like, other ones? I, I was just... I'm not remembering yeah, a this, lot. This, this is probably MLB the show, but I think also MLB the show is kind of niche. Like it's baseball. Yeah. It's, so it's not even like, even in the sports category, it's not like the most popular sports game that gets played. Like that's, that's reserved for like NBA 2K, FIFA, Madden, you know, MLB the show isn't like a bad game or anything um, like that, but it's just like, it's not the like, regardless of its, its level of quality, not too many people are going to gravitate to it. Um, I do, I do see what you're saying, Matt. When it comes to that, even like like big third party games, Elden Ring is 
like probably probably going to win game of the year if, unless uh, God of War uh, really shows up and shows out. Yeah, but um, Ryan in the chat just put Dying Light Two came out this year. Did Dying oh, Light yeah, Dying Light Two. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. also played, and that was. Yeah. Um, but that one did not hit. Yeah, that was that was released. That came out there. That's a big one. We also had Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, yeah, yep. Tiny Tina's yeah, Wonderlands. Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Um, other than Tiny that, I mean, there wasn't like Elden uh, Ring. It was kind of a dead, dead first half. King of Fighters game. King of Fighters is great. Fighting games. <laughs> yeah, there was Evil Dead. The game yeah. that came out the other day. Stranger of pa- Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. There's a lot of double A here, you know what I mean? A lot of double A, and which is cool. I'm not like to criticize hey, every game has to be like a big massive thing. Like what I'm getting at is like Star Wars, the Skywalker Skaga that came out. Mm-hmm. It seems just Trying was not a lot them, of like, like there wasn't like a lot of those huge like oh my god like Elden Ring was like the one, you know? I think. Yeah. Oh, there is another. They one didn't have any like September first. It just kind of came out and then they're gone. Right, yeah. Dying Light Two is yeah. probably the other biggest one. You know, I would yeah. say like that is like right there. You know, that's a huge one. You know, that one just slipped my mind. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think PlayStation had a very solid first half of this year, but they had like almost nothing the second half of last year, also. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's kind of like you trade what this six months for this six months. You know what I mean? So you can't you can't necessarily just put everything there you, uh, you got to look at the end of the year and see how the slate went at the end of the year uh um so slow-mo like what about xbox's lineup for this year do you think it's like um enough for like a six-month period to keep people satisfied while waiting on other other big games for the for the people that like those big games not everybody cares you know a lot of people just like yeah. to play the other stuff but. right so like the there, there's a lot of gamers out there that are kind of like what uh, the uh, Xbox Game Pass Twitter account was talking about uh, the past week about like you know to, to tell us you only play AAA games without telling right. us you only, you only play AAA games. And there's a lot of people that are like that. Like they 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 have signed up to Game Pass for the AAA experience. They signed up for with the uh, not necessarily a promise to the gamers, but like heard of this this target this goal that yeah. Xbox had to have a one first party AAA game drop in game pass every quarter. And that's, that's ambitious, you know, like, and then people start to see that you are, have acquired all these studios. That's the really the only way to be able to get something like that done. So people are like, oh man, like I'm really can't, especially after last year where they were publisher of the year uh, with the highest Metacritic scores out of all the games that they published and put out. It's like people think, Oh, the, the 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 corner has turned. It's 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 now it's now time to like this is going to happen every year. But then you know here we are, and there are no first party releases in the first half. Now I think part of the disappointment with that is that there's not going to be any. Well, at least uh, as we as we know so far, no first party releases for the second half of the year. But just looking strictly at the first half, you look at there are some quality games here. Elden Ring, absolutely loved it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a Souls guy, and I was just like, I can't stop playing this. You're game. You're not a Souls I, guy, slow mo. I mean, you like have like seven characters on Elden Ring that's like all maxed out and stuff, man. Exactly right. So <laughs> like, like, I'm not a Souls guy, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna make another character and beat the game again. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, a, I'm gonna get the eighth ending, right? Like I just like I couldn't stop playing the game. Yeah, that was like my but first like, Souls game. 
yeah, yeah. This is my second one. My first one was Demon Souls remake, which I liked, but I liked this one more just because uh, it was more accessible, more options, more uh, variety in how I wanted to tackle uh, challenges, bosses, whatever. I know the Souls community is like, "Oh, that's easy mode." I'm like, "Oh, I don't care," you know. <laughs> I'm trying to win, but um, I think if you if you're an Xbox gamer, I can understand disappointment and and stuff like. How Halo, even though even though Halo Infinite came out last year, you, we expected that for a live service game for it for you to get that kind of consistent content drops that a, a live service game is supposed to provide you, and unfortunately, three four three seems to have a a production issue in terms of keeping up with the level of content that you expect from a game of that caliber. Uh, you see, with EA and Respawn with Apex Legends, uh, their community got no problem getting content. Fortnite's always dropping new stuff, new skins. Freaking, I saw Doctor Strange with a shotgun um, last night <laughs> in, in, in Forte's <laughs> gameplay. I'm like, what's happening here? It's always something cool happening. And then you look at, you know, Halo Infinite, and and they gave us two new maps in the season two, and it's just like, uh, and and then they broke some things. Oh, and then they still have a fixed desync. Oh man, it's just like it's so many little things like that 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 uh i think start to wear on people and even though there have been some good in the i think as far as indies goes if you're a fan like myself of indies you freaking had a great time in game pass because there was a lot of great indies there for you to play but if you're and but that, unfortunately that's not like every gamer and if you don't care about indies you're probably like yo where the games at? <laughs> yeah. Where the games I want to play at? Because we, we mentioned some good games, um, the uh, third party games, but they seem to all have come out all around one time. And it was always like in January, February, a little bit in March. And then since March, it's just been not really much. And so that's, uh, that's unfortunate. And I, I think there, I think as far as Xbox leadership goes, it's, I think it might be a learning lesson for them to kind of like figure out how to manage when you can't get your first party content out. How far do you double down or try to secure AAA content, you know, or, or try to bring in like some of that time to solution kind of stuff that we were talking about earlier with Forspoken. And I mean, even last year when PlayStation didn't have much for actually anything for the second half of 2021. They still were able to have Deathloop, which is, you know, uh, was a time exclusive and therefore became an exclusive game for them for that year. Like getting deals like that can help deal with content droughts when they occur. I think that's uh, maybe something they could, they could look forward to doing in the future. But as of now, it was uh if, like I said, if you if you're into indies, you had a great time in this first half. If you're not, you're probably a little a little upset. Yeah. Um. And again, it's not like a. I mean, I got. I'm completely have been content because I've just been a lot of stuff to play. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, we. I don't think any of us have ran out of stuff to play this year at all. You know, it's like a constant flow of content. I have more games to play than I have time to play right now. Big fact. I yeah. I want to play Halo. But I also want to play Sniper Elite Five. But I also want to play the Division Two because they the new new content on there. You know what I mean? I want to go back and play some of these older games that got new updates. I want to play so many different things, right? So, and I think a lot of us are in that position right now, and it, it's become like. But 
there's still something to me for that hype level of excitement of that of a big game still of like yeah and it's kind of a big community like thing where this big game comes out we all like everybody plays it at the same time almost this right, big like right. amazing thing and it drives a lot of new people to the a platform ecosystem a lot of times when a game hits like that it happened last year with forza horizon 5 was like one of those big moments it was like wow this was amazing and um so far we've been missing that i think there's still a chance we're gonna have that for this year we're gonna find out in june i think but um, you, think, you think there's gonna be some kind of like surprise game that's going to drop in like three months or so something like that well i think even like even if it's forza motorsport right i think even if it's forza Mm -hmm. motorsport i think that could be bigger than than we think because horizon took off to another level i think there's going to be more hype behind the forza brand than ever before um and when people see the forza motorsport game i think it it could draw a lot of attention because gran turismo came out this this year as well they're gonna have a lot of comparisons going with that um it could be something that may i see i see you shaking your head pong soul i, I think it could drive some excitement now they, they can't just rely only on that right i i know i, mean, I, but, I think plague tale a plague tale 2 is supposed to come out yeah this summer yeah i think yes, it comes out june it comes june. out june the 17th i believe but i think it will be shadow dropped on june 12th because it's <laughs> only a few days early we got some craziness cool. going on in the chat right now because uh, Doctor Dinglenud just gifted five memberships to the community. Uh, appreciate that, and then my hundred uh, percent appreciate that. He, and he said wanted to pay it forward because uh, Lupa was kind enough to gift him last week, and then Micah went out and gifted twenty memberships to the community. Wow. Man, this wow, wow. Amazing. absolutely yeah. insane. Wow. I I don't know how hundred percent how the system's working. Just to be honest with you guys, because I think like. It's still in it like randomly picks. I, it's still in like beta, as far as that goes, because I didn't activate anything for that. It's like a new system. I know it worked for Lupa when she did hers. I yeah, haven't. They pick. They pick somebody. They that what they do is they they're just picking like a content creator and bunging it on them. That's what I've heard from other content creators. Right. They didn't know it was happening. Then it happened, and uh, also it's random. I, yeah. I, they they going slow mo. Slow mo yeah. just got gifted a membership. Yeah, <laughs> what? By Micah. yeah, yeah, yeah by yeah. Micah. Yeah, yep. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> I, I don't know how it works. That's I mean... it. It's very random. So like they'll just uh, YouTube pick who it is. They, they sent me a survey after I did it mm-hmm. last week, and uh, I put in the survey I would like to be able to choose who the gifted subs go to because my whole point was there was a lot of people that weren't members that I wanted to be members and all members got it so it was yeah <laughs> I mean it's a pretty good it's a pretty cool new feature I, I think that um they've probably got some kinks to work out I know uh that uh, I think somebody had gifted some like a few days ago or something and like they never got gifted and then they got refunded or whatever you know what I mean so like I, I think they got some kinks to work out however I mean, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I absolutely appreciate it. It's amazing. Like we got just had twenty five memberships just gifted on this channel. It's absolutely insane. Uh, you guys, that's awesome. Most, um, yeah, appreciate it, guys. Uh, so yeah, as like, uh, babe, do you have uh, like a thought? I mean, you've been playing a lot of GTA over the last six months. You've been playing Halo. Um, uh-huh. You actually really like Sniper Elite Five. Yeah. Um, are you kind of happy with where Xbox has been this year so far? Yeah. 
<laughs> cool. I mean, yeah, there's plenty to play. So yeah, I think I think a lot of the doom and gloom stuff is a little overkill. You know, like it's like 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 Lupa said, like well, we got plenty of things. You know, so there's like a medium yeah. there for me. Like I I still want to ask for those big games, right? I don't want to act for me personally like they don't matter at all because to me they do. But I'm it, disappointed that's not the, the only thing that matters. Because I was really looking for not back for blood, um, Redfall. Because I was really, I was that's probably what I was looking forward to the most. Me too. I agree with that. Redfall is uh, it's got that uh, kind of like a Borderlands vibe to it. It's like vampires with Borderlands, and I'm, I'm a massive Borderlands fan. So for me, mm-hmm. I was like, I I'm not a big Bethesda fan with especially Bethesda like uh, uh, Game Studios games. I'm not no, big with Fallout and Elder Scrolls. So like. I was, it was all like Starfield, Starfield, Starfield. I'm just like, but what about Redfall? Yeah, I, don't. I, I care about Redfall. I've seen nothing about it to get hyped about it for. I've seen nothing. So there's no I like the hype about something you don't know. That's good. You don't have to be hyped, Lupa. No, but what I'm saying is. <laughs> just, no, just like you told everybody. Just like you told everybody, they don't have to have Game Pass if they're not if they're not happy with it. You don't have to be hyped for Starfield. I didn't say didn't. What? I didn't say that. <laughs> you said if they're not happy with what the Game Pass is offering. The entitled then gamers. Don't, that, I said then don't, don't game yeah, then. Exactly. So don't you don't have to talk about Starfield. You don't have to be hyped. That's okay. No, what I'm saying is, I'm like Caitlin. I was more hyped for Redfield because it's a, a game that we can play together, and I like playing mm-hmm. together, right? Yeah. And also, I love Borderlands, like slow mo. But yep. I, there has been nothing shown about. And have we seen some gameplay? Have we seen what it's about? No, nothing. So how can just, you get hyped just for something you know nothing about? Just the beta for the alpha stuff, but for no, the but most part, with it being nothing. a looter shooter, I, I would have well, to believe that's it. that's what you're guessing it's going to be. Well, they, they've said that it's a looter shooter as it, far it, as... It is a looter shooter. Like, yeah, it's, it's open world co-op looter shooter. Yeah, 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 like, uh, what I'm saying is you've videos. seen nothing. You've seen nothing about the completed game or any anything about it. So how do you know what it's going to play like? How do you know what it's going to be? What I'm saying is when I see something on the game, then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I might play that. Yeah, or yeah. Like, no, you're one of those like you know, something I know nothing about. I, I yeah. think you for, need to see things. Yeah, you need to see things. Yeah. That's completely I, I fair. I need to play it. For, yeah. for, for me, I get excited based on like certain devs and, and certain game models that like kind of like click with me. I'm like, okay, I like the theme. I know that the dev is a good de- developer, and I also like the uh, style of game that they say they're creating. And I kind of put all three based together, the and then games and the yeah, based on everything that. you know that they've made in the past, and, how it's gonna play out. and then I kind of like get excited for okay, well I want to see that, like I'm excited to see it. So my hype level is already there. Now if it comes out and they show it, and it looks like crap, and it looks like it's gonna play like ass, and I'm like okay, you know, okay, so for example, Midnight Suns was announced immediately. Mm. I get hyped mm. out the ass. I'm like oh my god, <laughs> that was like the announcement I've always been waiting for. You mean both. An XCOM Marvel mm-hmm. game uh, made by people yep. that were behind the freaking like XCOM, like making a Marvel game. Like, oh my god, this is like a fucking dream come true. Like, uh, oh my god, yes. And then they went <laughs> to proceed to show the game, right, and <laughs> explain more what it was. And it it's was a like card game. It's card game. Oh, <laughs> card game. Bro. okay, right. So I the makers of XCOM. Like, yeah. No, I know, I know, but what? But like. We're gonna see it eventually, but I can still be in that hype mode beforehand, and then be no, like, and like, then I get excited. 
Like, yeah. like, like, not like hyped and mental, and oh god, it's got to come on the day they say, because otherwise I'm going to die and all that shit. Yeah. No, I mean, as well, the way I look at it is, I'm really excited, not excited, but looking forward to Lord of the Ring Golems. I'm glad that it's got a release date, and I'm looking forward to it. But Daedalic Studio, I haven't heard of them before. I haven't really, I don't think I've ever played anything of theirs. So I don't know how it's going to play. But so I'm for, looking for Redfall? the concept of it. She's talking about Gollum. Oh, Gollum? Gollum. Yeah, Gollum looks like ass to me from the get-go. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go, because you're not excited for that type well, of game. Well, no, I, I like Lord of the Rings, because... but I just, when they saw it, when they showed the game the first time, yeah. I, I was like, I'm not, like, I don't dig this. You know what I mean? There's a new trailer out for it, and that looks a lot better. And he's a fascinating character that's never had any time in the spotlight. And I think that telling his story is going to be interesting. But that's what I'm saying. We're all different. It's subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not that I'm putting on anybody else or having a go at anybody for being hyped for a game. I'm just saying, like, gamers are so entitled. If you don't like what Game Pass are doing, then don't bloody buy Game Pass. Don't game. Right? I'll announce my unsubscription on Twitter a, later tonight. I, I, I agree. Yes. 100%. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a true hardcore gamer if you can't withstand some of the hard times that I've been since OG Xbox and been through some shit with bloody. Are Xbox. you gatekeeping right now, Lupa? That sounds no, like some yeah. That sounds like some gatekeeping right that there. Sounds very <laughs> no, I'm not gatekeeping. I'm just saying if you've been through some hard shit, you've been through some like really bad times with Xbox. You really have. And and like so if you stick with it, you're a gamer, and that's it. And I don't protect Xbox either, because they're fucking shit sometimes. And I'm not doing that kind of I'm not damage controlling them at all. They're fucking loads of shit so you get it wrong all the time, and people need to understand oh. they're a fucking company, and all they want to do is make money. Yeah, we love you, Lupa. I almost I, spit I, out I my really, pop there. I really want to ask her how she feels about Kotar, but now I kind of feel like I already know. Kotar are a load of fuck artists. They, they, they need to go and fucking suck their mother. Twats. Here you go, slow mo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the Ooh. switch, Lupa? The what? The switch. The switch? What? Oh, that's a know. piece of shit as well. <laughs> I mean, they just charge you loads of money for the same fucking game they released ten years ago. Thank you. Assholes. Asshole. I do love my Nintendo games, but they do take the fucking piss. <laughs> All the fucking piss. Oh, in her favorite franchises. I want a home console for Nintendo. Go back to making a SNES or a NES. I'll be happy with that as long as it's got this time's technology in it, not a bloody old Nokia phone that I had 23 years a ago. Nokia? <laughs> a Nokia? A Nokia phone. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Uh, I had to I had to translate the Nokia to note to note like what I it's like the odd, Adidas is in uh, Adidas you know Nokia I never heard it like is that how it's pronounced in the in in the UK It's a Nokia phone isn't it Nokia, yeah, Nokia. whatever Yeah okay <laughs> Like it's Adidas you can't speak properly Mav it's not my problem it's yours It's Adidas It's It'll aluminum be Adidas. not aluminium See it's aluminium. Uh, Adidas. <laughs> there's no extra. There's no extra I in there. It's aluminium. It's petrol. 
Not gas. Same as it's Petrol. almond and not almond. No, that's just three bit language. That's like that's a one three of a bit. Kind, you know. Yeah, three bit. It is almond milk. Yeah, uh, I'm drinking my almond milk and my broccoli margaritas. My almond. I'm just gonna get my diaper on. Oh. And walk the di- along the side My diaper. <laughs> my diaper. Because that's how it's spelled. Diaper. <laughs> but it was a diaper. Dapier. Whatever it is. I don't know. Some kind of shit. Diaper. <laughs> yeah. Diaper. What, um, with an A in it? Diaper. Yes. With an a yes, in A's it. silent. Silent fucking vowel. Good one. <laughs> we do that a lot with words. We have a lot of silent letters, so yeah, yeah. we just start right. old English. It's only because you can't fucking spell. That's why. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. You've gone down uh, in my estimation, attacking me, Pong. You're talking no. out your ass as well. Yes. As, Is as, that what we do I'm here? Fucking gatekeeping. I'm just saying, if they want to fucking unsubscribe from Game Pass, good fucking luck, because they're not true gamers. Oh wow! Uh, anybody turns down a deal with Game Pass, <laughs> anybody turns down that deal as a gamer with Game Pass is fucking off their tits. I'm switching to, to Nintendo Online after this podcast. So, oh what? fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, get, I hope you get on well with your friend. Fucking. I, I mean, I think we can all agree that Game Pass is the best value in gaming, bar none, right? Uh, I'm not going to go as far as to say, like, you're not a gamer if you don't subscribe to Game Pass, though. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people keep complaining. Stop complaining. Yeah, stop complaining. Yes, I agree. You don't have to announce your cancellations. That's just dumb. Yeah, and I don't believe them. They're all fucking liars. They showed us no damn proof that they actually unsubscribed from Game Pass. Yeah. Where's the receipts? You know, where's your exactly. cancellation email? Also, one of them also three weeks ago was talking about how Game Pass was the was so amazing, and it was exactly. like like three three weeks ago so amazing. Now you're like, I I I'm not I've wasted my money. I'm not doing anything with this. Wait a minute, but yeah. Three weeks ago, you were definitely <laughs> saying you were doing something with this. So which is it? I I think some of these they, I call them the checkmark brigade because it seems seems like they they love to to follow each other and the things that they say and then when people call them out they like they like like swarm together and defend each other but uh i i feel like they they say a lot of things sometimes on twitter just for attention yeah it's just fucking clout what they don't block people like uh shrine No, nah, no, they 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 they, they don't want to block their their followers. They want you to like and retweet and cuss them out and quote retweets. That's that's what it's about. It's about uh, engagement. I, I don't give them that fucking engagement. <laughs> I just block and move on. Yeah, there's a lot hey, of Matt, stupid can... shit. Yeah. What uh, Matt, what was going to what I was going to say was uh, to to the original question as far as the first half of the year stuff goes, you know, yeah. this is the part that where it would be interesting to actually know and see what Xbox themselves are seeing. Because a lot of stuff they couldn't control for the first for, half, for right? For sure, yeah. I mean, Stalker 2 was a huge loss in the first half of the year, right? That yeah. was going to be one of those that kind of showcased the series consoles. Uh, you know, from the trailers we saw, that team was doing some stuff that no other game has really showed off with the new hardware. And I think that Stalker 2 was a big one. And then, obviously, Halo Infinite, they probably thought they were probably maybe going to get back on track and get some content out there, 
you know, like Slomo was talking about that was kind of expected and maybe get on a regular cadence with that and not have another six month series uh, or six month um, season like they do now, which would have also helped. And then the other one that's missing that I'm really curious about now, I know we're all kind of expecting it on June 12th. But Forza Horizon should have had some DLC expansion. by now. Yeah, DLC. Right, and an yeah. expansion. Blue so may- yeah, yeah, maybe something happened internally there as well. That Playground, obviously, they're working on Fable 2. We know that. Maybe something happened there, and they pushed that, that they were expecting to have you know, early springtime as well, because that would have filled some of that hole, too. So, well, you, you know, know they, got two, they got two separate studios. They like, do have two separate studios. Yeah, so it's right. like the team that's working on Fable is completely right. different guys different working th- on Forza, yeah. And I do know that, but we don't know how much help they're getting. You know, if they've had to give some help over to that other team with Fable, that's I don't know. Good. I'm, I'm yeah. saying this is the stuff that I'd love to be on the inside, <laughs> a fly on the wall, to mm-hmm. know what they were seeing. Because a lot of it, like I said, the Stalker 2 was completely out of the control, right? They had no idea things were going to happen the way they did. Um, and so again, they probably looked at their first half this year and said, we're going to be good this year. We're not going to be where we want to be, you know, like Phil talked about, like Salomo brought up, you know, everybody knows he said he wants one per quarter, one home run, first party title per quarter that they knew they weren't going to be there this year, but they probably thought they were going to have some stuff in there. And so they probably didn't cut the third party deals like they thought that, you know, like they had to last year, they probably didn't have those set up for this year, um, be thinking that they were going to be okay. Now, again, if I was filling a team and I had the checkbook, again, we don't know any of this armchair CEO time, but I would gone out and grabbed the dying light two and paid what I had to even overpay for it just to have something else coming to game pass um, or another title like that. Now, there wasn't a whole lot of them like we just talked about, but at the same time, I probably would have tried to fill it, but you know, Xbox has created this expectation with Game Pass themselves. Lupa's right. We t- we've talked about this plenty of times, and I don't disagree with her that we as gamers um, are being very... <laughs> we've, we've been spoiled at this point, and we are kind of getting to that point where we think that we do deserve more than we get sometimes. And we, we don't have the understanding that shit happens mm-hmm. and that you know these dev teams are under the gun and that all this stuff happened and a lot of it is out of their control. And look, we just kind of got to expect sometimes this is going to be the case where we don't get the games we expect, but Xbox has also set those up themselves uh, because they have driven home game pass so much because that has been such a point of emphasis and they've, they have invested so heavily into game pass to bring us a ton of content that I think that, for me as a gamer, we all know, right? And a lot of us on this panel here, uh, I'm a grazer, so I will never be short of games. Game Pass will always be a value. The greatest value I've ever seen in my entire life as a gamer is Game Pass because for me, it gives me everything I've ever asked for and more. Um, and I'm not going to run out of something to play. But for those people who may have signed up expecting some of those big titles to hit or people that don't necessarily look at indie titles with the same value, even if they get to try them out for free, quote, unquote, unquote, in Game Pass, they don't consider that value to them because they're still looking for that next big game. For those people, the expectation is going to be set to expect something. And when it doesn't show up, 
you know, then you start hearing the murmurings of, oh, well, there's really nothing out here. You know, Game Pass isn't, you know, giving me what I want. It's not doing what they said it was going to do, yada, yada, yada. So I think that they've kind of put themselves in that corner right now. Some of it out of their control. Some of it just because of what they've done previously with Game Pass. But that's that's the interesting part. I think overall, the first half of the year, if you look at it in total, um, I don't think I, I think it was light. It felt lighter than last year for sure, but I still don't think it was bad. There was some really big surprise, not big, but there was some really surprise games that did hit in there that did better than people expected. Um, And I think Sniper Elite 5 is the latest one to do that, which has been better than most people. And I'm a Sniper Elite fan, but if you go back and look at the reception of Sniper Elite, it's always been like, "Mm, it's a double A game. It is what it is. People finally getting to try it out in Game Pass are being surprised by this one, which is what you want. So I think overall, it was a decent first half minus the first parties missing and minus the big game like a Stalker 2 or an expansion from like Forza, Um, you know, minus those that hurts. But I think overall it was a decent first half. I I think it could have been better, better, though. Well, you had Outriders, right, Um, which didn't turn out to be the game that people thought it was going to be, but it still gave a ton of excitement to Game Pass for at least one month. Splash than any any game. And part of that, though, guys, I think is yeah, like I think the announcements of these games coming to Game Pass the first half last year were more of a shocker, right? And they made Mm -hmm. a bigger splash news wise. As opposed to this year, it's more of an expectation because, like, again... So, M- you think you're just becoming numb to these... Like, yeah, games MLB The Show stuff. again, this year again, day, Game Pass Day 1, but nobody was like... It wasn't like, a, oh my god, yeah, MLB The Show, fuck yeah, it's coming to Game Pass Day 1. It's like, it's just, oh, because it's Game Pass Day 1 again. You know, you had <laughs> several other games, right. like Rainbow Six Extraction. You had, um, you had like, uh, freaking... Um, uh, Sniper Elite 5. We've had uh, the Shadowrun announcement. We have so many different... <laughs> announcements of all these games coming to game pass now and a lot of these big bigger indie games and some of these double a games and it's, it's kind of like oh 70 billion dollar activision yeah well that too <laughs> um so it's kind of like we're just now it's not as much of a surprise where we're it's now an expectation right and that's where the flip of the mentality goes because once they've achieved that the game had changed right once they did outriders mm-hmm. and it'll be the show then we're expecting what's they got to match that and then add more. They got to match that and then add more. I think once the AAA type deals come through, like if there's a Gotham Knights type deal, or if there's like, um, I've seen some other people make some guesses out there for some other games, right? If something like that gets announced, one of these big games that already has a lot of hype behind it was to get announced, that's the next step, right? Um, a lot of people had expected maybe Dying Light 2 would have been a possibility that didn't end up happening, you know, so uh, who knows exactly what's going to go on, but you even look at the PC side of it, there's been a lot there, yeah. and it doesn't get a lot of attention, right? A big time PC franchises Game Pass Day 1, and it's just not getting the attention like it did Well, that's just because Xbox is known for console, not PC, but... That that too, but still, it's a big deal. I think, and like, yeah. I, I, I slow uh, mo. Do you have a lot of people because you do play on PC probably more than anybody on this panel, probably. Mm-hmm. But do you see more people realizing that PC Game Pass is a value, or does it still have the stigma because Xbox has never 
you know, people were never been happy with like the launcher over there and all that kind of stuff. And the Microsoft store sucks and all that kind of, do you see a change with game pass? It's it's changing slowly, but the stigma is largely still there because there's still largely issues. Like I I would say probably the two biggest performance wise, the games don't perform as poorly as they used to used to be any game that you and you install through the Xbox beta app or the Microsoft store. You just know, Hey, Get ready for some for some bullshit, but like uh, the games still do perform better on, on Steam. Like Halo Infinite um, yeah. plays better on Steam. When I when I play Halo Infinite, I have it installed on my PC right now. I have it installed through Steam. When I played the campaign, I uninstalled the Steam version and installed the the uh, the Xbox Beta app version. Which uh, even though I enjoyed the campaign, I I had a lot of crashes. I had a lot of like I it was one segment in particular i remember where i had the, i was trying to take out a, a, um, a high value target i had to attempt to do it three times because the game kept crashing before i could finish that part <laughs> um and, it, and it's just i kind of struggled through it till i beat the campaign uninstalled it and then reinstalled it back on steam and that's what a lot right. of uh i think that's partially why they finally just kind of just pulled up the white flag and was like hey look we just go sell our games on steam Right, <laughs> you know, just because we out here trying, and until we get this this launcher working correctly, there's no point in us launching games that that could do very well, and we can make some money off of them, and but but forcing you to get this terrible app in order to do so. Here, they're on Steam, buy it, and <laughs> PC gamers have done that. You look at Steam charts, you'll see you see if these is up there pretty frequently. Right, Forza Horizon Five is up there pretty frequently. Halo's not because it's a free to play game, but yeah, people play those games. Gears was up there when it, when it launched in there, and um, I think for the most part, it's gotten better. I know it's gotten better because I I've played. I remember playing Scarlet Nexus when it hit Game Pass. Uh, I yeah. bought the game first, played it through Steam. When they hit Game Pass, I just wanted to see how it how it felt. Installed it there, did like maybe an hour or two, performed great, and I've and I've largely seen that start to occur more and more. So they are getting better, but there's still little issues where PC gamers want freedom. They want to be able to put mods on the game. Uh, right, you can't really do that through the, if you if you uh, if you get a game through Game Pass or through Xbox Beta. Uh, they, they it's lock only it certain down. games. Like Halo uh, MCC, you can now. Um, it's certain games that allow it. You have to like go into settings and like change it before you launch the game. But there's oh uh, okay, so so okay, that's that's good. They're they're making changes yeah. there. Um, there's also I've noticed this one thing as well. If you you have to go to the Microsoft Store to do updates to yeah. if you don't launch mm-hmm. the Microsoft Store, it's not going to la- do the updates automatically. As if every other launcher you have, as soon as you launch Steam. It starts running the updates for the games you have. Yeah, that shit drives Same me crazy, man. Game store. Yeah. <laughs> so. the, hope, the hope is that Blizzard might help that out too, right? With Battle I Net hope so. Yeah. Yes, because Battle.net's awesome. Right, right. That's awesome what everybody launch. says. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's great. So like, who, who, whoever is running Battle.net, <laughs> like, hey, right. all these guys here, Here's the keys for them now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, <laughs> everything they tell you to do. Shout out to RWK88 earlier. He hit us with a $2 super chat. He said, I it said, enjoy y'all. Hey, we enjoy your company too, man. Thanks for hanging out. I uh, appreciate the support as well. Um, yeah, I think ultimately 2022 is okay so far. It's not like, it's not great. 
it's not i mean it's definitely good as far as the amount of games to play uh could have been better i think 2023 again we always say wait till next year but like 2023 is going to be absolutely mind-blowing not just from a first party perspective from xbox but also third party as well you know kind of we're in six months in we've only had a couple of big time releases from a third party as well like as far as big big time games right so uh, I think there's going to be like this. We're still feeling, even as crazy as it is to say now, we're still feeling those effects of games that should have been out 2021, 2022, getting moved out because of the development issues that were happening in 2020, you know, in 2021. So I, th- I think ultimately we're going to get there again. And uh, um, they kind of had predicted this to an extent. I remember seeing interviews where they said like, we're, you know, 2022 might run into some issues and stuff like that. So it's just weird seeing it kind of like unfold after such a great second half of 2021. And ultimately at the end of this year, we still got some stuff to hope for. I think, I think with the, um, uh, I think most Xbox diehards and most people that are really enjoy the yeah, Xbox ecosystem are completely happy right now and don't, aren't really like, Oh my God, we're abandoning Xbox. Not like some of these, morons on twitter and stuff that are just seeking attention you know um but i do think that there's a lot on the line for the showcase right if they were to if they have this like showcase and they come out and they don't really like show i mean there's no way this is not gonna this is gonna happen but like if they were to come out and not really have like a kick-ass show and have some like amazing stuff to show for 2023 at least you know they're bringing don metric back then that yeah, if that and that would be oh, like okay, no. <laughs> we would start having conversations, you know. But I, what I expect at the showcase is maybe a surprise or two, you know. We also plus a focus on the things we already know about for 2022, like we War, Warhammer, Dark Tide. You got you got um, Scorn still coming, um, and there was one or two. You got Plague Tale, and maybe one other uh, more decent. Uh, size type game coming for uh second half that we know about coming into game pass right uh unfortunately replaced was just delayed to 2023 as well that's one that a lot of people were looking for uh that's kind of stole the show for the indie scene a little bit at the xbox showcase last year i uh, jumped off the screen to a lot of people uh but this year i think 2023 has got to be a big focus for them um the couple surprises hopefully for 2022 but you gotta you gotta come out with the lineup and the slate for twenty twenty three and you gotta hit it. You know, you can't like come out there and say, Oh, these games are gonna be blah 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 and then push them back again. Because yeah, like this is like probably for a lot of people the last time that people are gonna be as forgiving for that, you know, because yeah. uh it's been a lot of patience with the with the first party, right? And uh Rightfully so, with with COVID and you know all these acquisitions of all these studios, it takes a damn long time to make all these games. Um, but if twenty twenty three comes without, you know, a slate of at least at least like three big time game releases actually hitting, then um, then I think we see a lot a lot of disappointment there. And I think you can count on Redfall and and Starfield obviously for that. Um, but. I want to see what else is there. What else is is twenty three twenty three going to be a year where you have like five about... or six games potentially? If they hit yeah. they hit that or at least the one a quarter, that'd be massive. You know, if they hit the one every quarter of every three months, have that 
big title, then also you have all of this other stuff that we're all content with, the indies yeah, and the double A's. You also have to remember that this is just kind of affects the community that's like actually like focus on this, but like casuals, they don't care. Like they probably don't even know the Redfall was out, coming out or delayed. So it's like, well, but those games are heavily marketed and I think they draw people into the ecosystem, right? Whether, whether like they are actually following those games ahead of time, those are the games that they find out about and hear about that gets them like later, like, Oh, I'm just saying that's the majority of people. So that's like where they're getting their money from. Like Mm -hmm. that makes sense. You know, if, if, if the whole delay with the Bethesda games with Redfall and Starfield was just a, a one-off thing, then it would make sense that you would have like four games for next year because then the games that were supposed to come out next year was still if they long as they don't get delayed, then you know you're gonna you're gonna have at least uh, those two games that got pushed to next year and then those 2023 yeah. games. Like I think Hellblade Two seems like something that that probably would be one of those titles as well as Avowed since uh, there's been a lot of talk that Avowed is at least on schedule. I think a lot of the, whether it's justified or not, the the narrative around Xbox first party is that there is a uh, a stigma of, of is management really have a handle on all, on all this? Because when they just had five studios, they had like... Uh, pipeline issues development issues of getting games out in a consistent manner now you've got 20 plus like there there, there's there i think justifiably the the question of can you handle all this because you couldn't handle four times less that amount and understand that you got bethesda managing them themselves as they should because it's like they've been doing that for forever but Bad Booty's got a lot on his plate. I mean, he's got 15 studios to to make sure that they are hitting deadlines, that uh, and he, that he's making sure that internal issues aren't becoming um, cancerous issues that are hindering production. Which, you know, what was also unfortunate in this first half of the year is that we got the news of Undead Labs, even though that seems to have been addressed. The initiative, which uh, seems to be kind of coming to being addressed since crystal dynamics is is definitely taking over more of uh, the development of that game but like all of that stuff was just back to back and it's just it, it creates this perception that what are you guys doing like are the inmates friendly in the asylum and do you <laughs> see delays and it's just like it, it all kind of runs together so i think for next year, they gotta make sure that they're on top of their game, that they can dispel that narrative before it becomes a permanent, like, uh, perception of your brand. Because I've always said this about uh, PS Now, and and Sony kept trying to make changes to PS Now, and I was just like, "You're wasting your time," because right. PS Now got its reputation mm-hmm. uh, almost a decade ago. It's a trash cloud service, yeah. even though the majority of the games at one point became downloadable even yep. though they cut the price in half, even though they started putting games in it the way Game Pass gets games in it. People just looked at it as, that's that trash cloud service. Mm-hmm. So when X- your brand gets a gets a bad name, you don't want it to, to fester. You want to try to dispel mm-hmm. that as quickly as possible because at some point you could do all the work in the world. You can make it an amazing product and it's just like, eh. You know, like the people that you're, you're actually marketing at to just go, yeah, but you're that trash service, or you you don't get games out on time. It's just yeah. like, well, that kind of still exists for Xbox too, slow mo with the whole last gen thing still getting past that. Even with all the acquisitions, all the games in development, all the things, right. all the projects we know about, 
everything that's being thrown into Game Pass, all of the stuff that they're doing, it still, it still is out there with this the casual crowd that doesn't really follow as much. Just yeah. like Xbox, Xbox doesn't have anything no to games. play. That, that's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's you still it. Xbox got no games, even though or, that was accurate for 2017. Yeah. But it's not really accurate for 2022. <laughs> but no, no. Every time there's a drought, that's what you're going to hear mm-hmm. until you actually consistently forgive it. Like, two, I was at two years. If two years of consistently dropping massive content and let some, some some game in there beat some massive banger that everybody's just like, I need to go get me an Xbox Series S, just Alisa S, just to play yeah. that one game. Like until they do that, like that that little that little tagline is always going to be hanging over their head until they they finally do that. Well, I, I well, feel like Xbox, Game Pass is just out of their control this year. Like with Stalker mm-hmm. Two, that's out of their control. Yeah. With COVID, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's I think it was just coincidence that all these things kind of hit this year, and you know, yeah. it was out of their control. That's all they could do is just well, shit. But it falls yeah. back on that other old narrative of Halo, Gears, and Forza, although. Gears right. is absent at the moment, <laughs> primarily because they're you know, for the time being. But there's a lot of rumors else. around that, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. coming yeah. up with that Phoenix collection, and it, we you know mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Think about this hypothetically, right? What if they don't have any other surprises for the end of this year, right? You have a Phoenix mm-hmm. collection hit this year. You have Halo Season Three hit, and finally, Halo is the complete experience that everybody hoped for. Day one, because you have Forge, you'll have campaign co-op by that point and all this stuff. And then you also have Forza Motorsport hit 2022. Again, <laughs> so you could have a holiday potentially yeah. and also Horizon DLC, right? Right. So you could have another holiday potentially this year that will be predominantly Halo, Forza, and Gears, right? And now <laughs> I'm not complaining about that. I'm like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? But um also maybe age of empires makes an appearance on console that I, has to I think that will be under like not i i feel like that game could do better than people realize age of empires is a huge franchise um i think a lot of people will choose to play potentially on an xbox even uh to give it a shot because it's in game pass day one a, a huge a huge title so there's still a good chance that like a, a very successful holiday for Xbox, um, but nothing like they could have had with Starfield, right? So that's that's the whole thing, Mav. Because Starfield and and uh, Redfall, I you know we always throw Redfall out of the way, just like we yeah. talked about. But Redfall was going to be big too, I think too, because I'm a huge Arcane fan. But those two were going to mark the start of the new Xbox yeah. era, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In a lot of ways, those two were set up this year to finally end that narrative, right? To finally put that to bed and say, that's it. It's over. We are now here. This is the new Xbox from here on out. This is it. And that's the biggest disappointment because that narrative, like we just talked about the way things are shaping up could potentially still be there this year. And we have to sit by and say, yep, that's true. It's still you know, Forza, Halo, and Gears carrying Xbox at this point, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest disappointment. But, but the good thing is, to slow most point, is that with Game Pass, with the investments they've made into those studios, if they can hit, gamers have the shortest-term memories of all time. We, we all as gamers agree. 
And if next year they have four to five of those studios actually produce and all those games are, and again, we, we don't care about Metacritic, but I'm talking about the wider audience out there. If they Metacritic scores are all mid eighties to nineties on all of those games next year, and they're all in game pass day and date, that will change the narrative. Gamers will forget very quickly because that hype around all of those games will be there. And that's all that's going to be talked about from that point on. Right. And I think that that can erase a lot of this very quickly. Now it's, we got to get to that point and there's still a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. And, and Xbox side of thing has been patient for years upon years, which is the hardest thing. And the Sony side of things, the people who like to play in the console wars have had free run and, and just been able to say whatever they want to say. So that's the hardest part. But outside of this community, that word's going to spread fast once those games do hit next year. And I, I and I think that will help Xbox not fall into that PS Now trap that Slow Mo was talking about, which is a very valid point because you do wind up having those stigmas stick to you longer than you ever would want, even if they're not true anymore. And I think Xbox right. has a big chance next year to erase them, though, because big AAA home runs that are scoring well, that are the talk of the media, that are the talk of the gaming community will make a lot of people forget those very fast. I think. And so that, they'll still say Xbox is shit. Yeah, yeah but absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. That's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. it won't have as much of an impact when people are sitting there playing the damn games that are on Xbox, right? So, but they, like, they, they still like all these people think it's Xbox fighting. No, it's PlayStation guys that have got Xbox gamer tags that are fighting this shit. It's not real. It was a lot of disingenuous BS out there for sure. Yeah, right. It was. Yeah. It was always like you just got to take Twitter with a pinch of salt. Play games, not Twitter. Yeah, hundred um, <laughs> percent. Real quick, I want to run through some of these events um, for this for this year that also happened. Right, just to put this into perspective, because it's been a crazy ass year. Um, so Take Two Interactive back in January um, announced its intent to acquire Zynga for twelve point seven billion dollars. Um, Tencent completed its one point three billion acquisition of Sumo Group. Microsoft in January announced that it would be acquiring Activision Blizzard for sixty eight point seven billion dollars. Followed by Sony announcing that it would be acquiring Bungie for $3.6 billion. Then you had the New York Times going by Wordle. <laughs> they had to get mixed up in there. Um, Jesus. Focus I still say that game would have been fantastic for Game Pass, by the way. I still said that. I said it kind of as a joke, but man, had Microsoft made the play and gotten Wordle for Game Pass, it would have been pretty cool, especially for mobile side of things. Um, That's just me. Focus Entertainment acquired Liker Studio. I'm not familiar with them. Um, Nacon announced its intent to acquire Daedalic Day, Entertainment. Um, Tencent announced acquisition of Inflection Studios. Uh, developers of some game called Nightingale. I think that game kind of stood out at one of the showcases that we had seen. Um, wow, Nintendo actually had made an announcement acquisition of SRD. Um, then Tencent again with another acquisition of 1C Entertainment. Netflix announced its intent to acquire Finnish video game developer Next Games for $72 million. Um, Epic Games buys Bandcamp. <laughs> this is crazy. Atari <laughs> uh, completed acqu acquisition of online video games database Moby Games for $1.5 million. 
Um, Atari is making acquisitions still, I guess. That's weird. Uh, Embracer Group with Dark Horse Media uh, acquisition. Uh, Sony acquires Haven Studios. Uh, it's crazy. Um, then we have another Netflix mobile game developer, buys another mobile game developer, Boss Fight Entertainment. Um, Beam Dog acquired by Aspire. Um, then you have Embracer Group and uh, acquiring Square Enix uh, Europe, pretty much, um, as Crystal Dynamics, Adidas Montreal, Square Enix Montreal. Oh, wow. Um, then you have the first union in video game history, uh, in, in the video game industry formed by Raven Software. That's that's all. I mean, that's... Actually, you forgot one, son. Did, so <laughs> what, what is it? What did I forget? <laughs> NetEase acquired Quantic Dream. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's not on this. Hey, blame uh, Wikipedia. Go edit the Wikipedia real quick, Jasper. <laughs> Mr. Actually. And um, actually put actually in Wikipedia. Yeah. Like, please. Actually. <laughs> please do. Um, but that's pretty crazy, right? For six months of activity. That's pretty wild. Acquisition season is in full effect. Yeah, and wait, and it ain't done yet. <laughs> Sony just mm-hmm. said they're not finished. Also, uh, recently, yep, and and EA yeah. was very close to being purchased. I mean, yep. that deal fell through last minute, according to a lot of we reports, we know from so. journalists. Ubisoft is looking for investment groups. We got EA looking to merge with somebody. You got um, WB games potentially being sold off, either individually or as a whole, from the new WB Discovery Group. Um, Interesting time, man. It's crazy, and that's been dominating a lot. A lot of all this movement's been dominating, dominating a lot of the news, right? Um, but it's been crazy to see what all goes down in June to the end of this year. Um, once that Activision Blizzard deal goes through, I think Xbox's handcuffs are going to be lifted off of them a little bit, and we'll see if they get back in the mix for some of these other things. And uh, regardless, though. I just freaking cannot wait for this showcase, dude. Because I feel like out of any year, I do not know what the hell to expect. And that has me more excited than anything. You know what I mean? Um, hype yeah, level I, right I now? I actually have a, I, I have a, I have a couple of predictions. Okay. Of, 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 of we, we, we talk about these acquisitions. I got two. Well, one, shout out to King David. Because me and King David came up with this like joint uh theory about uh uh on those uh studios that square enix that embrace the group bought from square <laughs> I know enix what you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah so, so, so this is the theory right microsoft's got their hands tied with this uh activision deal with the yeah. ftc they start acquiring more people the ftc is like see i knew it i knew y'all was out here trying to buy the whole industry so instead <laughs> of doing that they go to embrace the group was like hey look can you hold this for me mm-hmm. <laughs> And then once this deal yeah, is the done, group is a holding company make it now. Good for you. A holding I'm, I'm going to make yes. it good for you, okay? Uh-huh. 10% over whatever you paid. 15%, whatever. It doesn't matter. I got money. So, like, when <laughs> when the Activision deal is done, they're going to go to Embracer, them three studios, that's going to be theirs. Because, like, they already got Crystal Dynamics working, I mean, primarily doing almost all the work on, on Perfect Dark Remake. I mean, if the game hits really well... We gonna say, uh, well, thanks a lot. We'll, we'll go get someone else to do the sequel. No, you, you probably gonna want Crystal Dynamics to do the sequel too. Why not have them actually be one of your studios by then? 
you know. So that's that's my first theory. If that works, I'm telling you, I'm all over Twitter. I'm I'm telling everybody I'm slow motion dominant, right? Um, the other one I think is about Sony. I think Sony's going to acquire a publisher before this year is out, and I'm thinking it's either going to be Square Enix or Sega. Mm. Okay. I would wow. prefer Sega so I can see Everborn Saga's head explode. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Sonic becoming a PlayStation exclusive. But I, I don't know if these publisher deals Everborn. going forward, if there's going to be a lot of like unknown IP that's familiar, we're all familiar with become exclusive, right? Like mm-hmm. I, because if if Xbox beat or held to that fire with at, with Activision Blizzard, I, it could be kind of industry changing on um, with where the consolidation's going. And we've seen a lot of the PlayStation talk about like they're going multi-platform, you know, PC they want and all this kind of stuff. And we already know the Bungie games, they've already said that even their new franchise are in the works on is going to be multi-plat and come to everything as well. They've already stated that in their Q&A on, the, on, their, on their website. So with all of these things going on, it seems like the industry has cha- is changing to be more like across the board, you know, uh, more IPs crossing the trenches, you know, uh, from different uh publishers and it's going to be interesting to see like if these other publishers do go to other platform holders what all games become multi-plat in the future right um i think bethesda zenimax was like the first one and it's kind of like you know different but if you compare it like movies and stuff like halo is exclusive to paramount you don't get halo on netflix and hbo it's exclusive to paramount so why make games Multiplied, you just make them exclusive to your service. Because That's I think like. with like the one thing is sales wise, right? Like streaming, yeah. streaming, you're like making a deal for that. There's no selling selling of the of the title, right? So you're getting the money from like Netflix, right? But like for Xbox, if you're making Call of Duty, you can get your Game Pass subscription because people still get the value there, right? Money, so because they're getting the game for way cheaper they're not having to pay for it plus you also get the sales of the other platforms right and on a game that's so well known bungie's already said that they're doing that with their ongoing games and i think it works really well for these games of service type games because the wider net you cast the more revenue stream is going to be coming in as well for for games that are more like single player focused and like really uh uh narrow focused and narrative driven and stuff it could be more used more as marketing to draw people into the the brand but like for like these other games like playstation just said that they're like having two more live service games potentially releasing by the end of this year right yeah and like those types of games like they're potentially going to be hitting pc sooner than the rest of their type of games right the, the maybe the whole mobile thing they're going with as well um I, I, because of the ftc and the DOJ whole thing with Activision Blizzard right now, Xbox getting ahead of that. Um, I think that has industry changing implications, right? Um, to where any publishers acquired in the future, you know, might not do that. Whereas right now, Sony can go and do timed exclusive deals left and right if they want, which is they're doing. Like uh, this was told to be one of their uh, methods that they were going to be utilizing going into this generation it's turning out to be true right uh, a lot of rumors are that street fighter is going to be playstation exclusive again uh we already know about final fantasy um you have other games like uh forespoken and and these other things right where uh that's kind of leading them right now to fill in those gaps between their first party 
you know. But if they acquire those publishers, I'm wondering if that would ring true if the FTC ends up requiring certain stipulations. You know what I mean? So it's a very interesting to, thing to think about. Like, um, I don't wonder if there's going to be some kind of precedent set with the Activision Blizzard deal. You know, because like at at that point, if they require one company to do things a certain way, then what's the difference between a PlayStation acquiring a big publisher and an or a Nintendo or who whoever? You know what I mean? Um, oh, but, but wouldn't the FTC have to pass some law? Well, wouldn't Congress have to have to pass some laws or something in order to I would th- yeah get the FTC to be because because wasn't wasn't uh Senator Warren the one I know a lot of people got upset at her for speaking <laughs> about the deal yeah but what she was really kind of doing it was promoting a bill that they had put forth where they wanted the FTC to kind of look into more than just whether this could be a potential. Uh, a potential monopoly in a particular market or whether like instead of just considering what this acquisition would do to the market consider what it does to the people inside the company as far as business practices mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the, the the shenanigans that was going on at activision blizzard is microsoft in a position to actually deal with those things and and stop that out that kind of stuff um labor issues basically right. and and but like none of that can be considered for this particular acquisition at this moment, because it's nothing that is official. So they, they yeah. could, they could do it because they can do whatever the hell they want. But Microsoft can then takes them to court if they block it and says, "You guys have no rights to block it based upon that because the law is not written based upon what you're telling us. We aren't going to be able to do for the employees, right? It's right, only supposed right, to be right. consumer based right now. That's all exactly. it's supposed to be. Yeah. But then you also do see them already trying to get ahead of even that narrative, saying that they're going to support the Raven QA yep. like union, union yep. right? And they'll recognize it um, after the acquisition goes through, right? So they kind of even like because before he was like, I don't really know a lot about unions. We have to look into that. And now he's coming out and be like, Yeah, we've looked into it. Yeah, we'll definitely recognize them when they come aboard, right? <laughs> like, whatever, sure, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just keep this just, going, okay? Yeah, hundred percent. They want this done. Closed, end of this year. I mean, they were they got ahead of the whole Call of Duty thing by saying that the Call of Duty thing they was don't the multi-platform. They want this deal done, you know. Yeah, but if I, that's I, a stipulation, I, a concession that's ever forced upon COD, them, honestly. No, no, they didn't. They, I yeah, really I don't didn't. think this I, deal I was about both. COD at all. Yeah, I think no. this deal was about King and Mobile, yeah. and them being bigger in markets and Blizzard. Yeah, yep. them being bigger in markets where they have either very little presence or almost no presence. COD, they knew that deal. Look, they in order to, for them to acquire them, they had to do an exchanging of information. They had to know everything that was about those contracts already. They know exactly how long Sony's exclusive deal is with COD as far as for new maps or you know time exclusive stuff on on content and the marketing and all that stuff. They knew exactly how long all that was, and they still wouldn't acquire them. They don't. They don't wonder, care. That could you is. like, since you bought them, could you just be like, we're actually Activision like two now, so we have to redo an entire contract. It's a new nah. company. You know? they, like, they yeah, they can't until they officially sign the paperwork. But once they sign the paperwork, they they can buy out the contract. But I don't think they would want to bother doing that. Like for the most part, I'm just part, thinking like if you change the company's name, it's technically a new company now, and you'd have to redo all those contracts. So you could just not sign it again you still have to honor the existing contract even when you do a name change yeah. like if it's already mm-hmm. on the books 
then that name change only affects current things moving forward, but any existing, like, it's almost like if you file for bankruptcy or if you had an extend, uh, 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 like a, a debt or something like that that you owed, just because you change the name doesn't make that go away. It, it, it still has to be honored. It's just a matter of you can buy out the contract, close it out, but then there's, if there's a stipulation for penalties, then you, you know, pay those penalties. So, Right. Yeah. And Xbox is honestly known like to like not break the contracts, but they could at some right. point, you know. They could, but like Slowmo says, I just think they don't care. They see the bigger picture. This mm-hmm. deal is bigger than most people see it as. And again, for them to give in on, you know, again, Satya came out and said, Well, we don't believe that we're gonna have to give any concessions to get this deal to go through. Well, yeah, because you're giving all the concessions up front because you don't care. And, and I don't think for them that that's what is the important thing. I think slow-mo is spot on. I've been on board with that for a long time. Now, the one part of COD that they probably do care about is the mobile. COD mobile is huge, and they probably do care and about Warzone. that. And yeah. Warzone, right? Yeah. That, those are the two big ones. But again, they never had any plans, I don't think, uh, to make them exclusive or even thought about it, especially if they're going to give COD the break that we all think it's going to go to to a two to three year period. COD becomes less important as an exclusive anyways. It's still huge, but it's already going to be associated yeah. with Xbox through Game Pass. So it doesn't you just, matter. You just keep they the Warzone content coming, but then Correct. you have the mainline yep. franchise distance out a little Correct. bit more. And, yeah. and come out some new damn games from Activision. It'd yeah, be nice to see. But right? Blizzard, Blizzard and King, I think, are two the the, the big two that they want because blizzard will if they can revive blizzard and it looks like the blizzard has already found a, a kind of like a new hope over there um i think that that gives them the huge presence in pc that they have desired like we were talking about earlier with BattleNet, and they can fix a lot of their issues that they've had on the pc side of things just by having blizzard underneath the umbrella and i think that's what their plan is and then king is going to make their you know make their way into the mobile market in a big way so mm-hmm. it, it's a gigantic deal and people just don't understand we all see cod because cod's the easiest thing to see and look at right but we don't see all the rest and that's what xbox and satya and and phil are all looking at right now and uh yeah that's why i think they're just going to give in they're just gonna be like yeah no that's why they're out here in public no we're good we're good we're the good guys what do you guys want to do you guys want unions (laughs) go for it we're cool let's do this they just want it done by this year if they can yeah i I think and also i would just want to say real quick on the sony side of things i think sony sees the writing on the wall when it comes to cod when this when you're not getting another deal after this deal and that's an IP that is every year annually is the number one sold game on your platform. Uh, this is why we see them double downing and investing in like <laughs> studios like Deviation Games, Firewalk Studios, studios that have brand new studios that are working on live service first person shooter games for them, but also they have a pedigree and, and, and have previously worked at Activision before, Bungie on Destiny, games like that. They they're trying to find an alternative revenue stream that's all theirs that so they, so that when this deal is up, they don't have to worry about the fact that 70% of the revenue <laughs> being generated by the number one game on your platform is going to your main competition. Slow <laughs> slow mo slow mo over five hundred million dollars last year from COD alone for Sony. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. They, they, they don't want that to be the deal. They they want right. another game up there close to the top that they can say, right. hey, look, we got our own COD here, which more than likely is not going to happen for any of these yeah. brand new studios. You'd but be it's, soft it's and struggling with that, so good luck, Sony. Right, right. Um, shout out to Forte. 
hit us with a five dollar <laughs> super chat. Messy. Says the deal with ABK has a better chance of going through than Sony giving a release date for God of War. <laughs> Just dropping a bet? hand grenade on level? the conversation. I appreciate you. <laughs> there is no bet because he doesn't want to bet me anymore because he oh, knows. He I thought you guys had one advance. Right. Oh, okay, so the, okay. okay. This, this, this is the whole timeline on DPS. <laughs> like for, oh, for the majority of this year, he has been like, God of War Ragnarok's not coming out this year. And I'm like, it's coming out this year. We've been arguing back and forth. He's like, bet me, slow mo. Bet me. Uh, he's coming up with all these crazy scenarios, right? <laughs> Accessibility's trailer comes out. He gets a little quiet. Yep. I'm like, why yeah. come out with a sensibility <laughs> exactly. when a game yep. is not coming out in 2022? <laughs> I don't see your release date. Okay. We get the games rated in Korea now. Yep. Forse, what do you gotta say about that? I don't see your release date. So. I've been on I've been on the train since I saw the gameplay reveal of God of War Ragnarok. I've been saying it's coming 2022. You know, I yeah, I, I don't yeah. think that I mean I mean it's not a knock on the game, right? But when I saw the game, I was like, there's no reason for me to think that that's not possible to hit by the end of 2022, right? Like, I think yeah. that it was originally intended to be before then. It was already delayed. We know that already, you know. For me, like, release dates a lot of times aren't given until some, a few months before. And that's also traditionally what PlayStation does as well. So I wouldn't necessarily expect a release date until... Maybe like a state of play that they come out with maybe in August and where they drop the date, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, September, or early October, something like that for God of War. And if, you, and if you've been watching uh, Twitter too, there's been a lot of contractors whose contracts are up over at Sony Santa Monica leaving. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's been a lot of yep. people that's done. They're done. They don't like, not need it anymore. My work on this contract is <laughs> yep. done. I yep. think it's yep. an awesome game. You hope you guys enjoy. It. This is like <laughs> yep. that's like the tweet you see over and over and over. Yeah, you know, there's been a lot over here. Wait, what if you I get a release date at Keeley's show? Hey, we could. We very well could. I think. Yeah. I think. I think we'll get a release date in July, and I think it'll come out in like September. That's just <laughs> yeah. my thought. Yeah. I think by August we'll have a release date. I still want eleven, eleven, twenty-two. I kind of want that that old school Sony <laughs> that energy as well. I still want it. You just want to see the messiness, Pong? Are you, are you would, like yes? Love you you want to see the world yeah. burn? Is that what? Like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I think it's good for Xbox to get that sucker punched every once in a while by Sony to remind them that they're still there, right? I I still like that. I, again, for no other reason than just that. I still think it's good for Xbox. Yeah, I think it would be great. <laughs> what if Gears of War Phoenix Collection comes out on the? Oh, okay, so what if God of War waits for the announcement of a Phoenix Collection release date and they drop it on that date? So you can have both uh, Gows come out at the same Gows G O W. I don't care whatever they want to do. I want old. I I still like petty Sony every once in a while showing up. I still like yeah. them, so it's fun. Now that we don't get the E threes back to back like we used to, that mm-hmm. we don't have that. Going on, I still like to see it happen every once in a while. So this is a perfect opportunity for them to do it. <laughs> well, uh, 2022, fun so far. Lots more fun to be had. Uh, next week, we'll probably start getting into you know more speculation on the showcase. Maybe those will be a little bit of news to talk about. Um, and we're going to have a lot of fun leading up. Uh, again, we got a lot of stuff coming for that whole, sl- whole week of freaking showcases now. 
Uh, it's turned out to be a pretty damn busy week, but uh, I want to say thanks to the chat again. You guys freaking rock uh, always. Um, I'm probably going to be playing some Sniper Elite 5 tonight. Uh, uh, I don't know who else is going to be playing, but uh, going to be looking forward to that. Um, Slow-mo. Hey, tell everybody where they can find you, sir, about the DPS podcast and about your slanderous co-host, Gaming Forte. <laughs> Shout out to him. That's the homie. That's that's my brother there. Uh, yeah, um, slow mo. Uh, I want to say thank you for inviting me once again. I had a great time. Uh, uh, I I didn't see that side of Lupa before. I did. I, I was very shocked. Oh, Lupa is very feisty. All you gotta do is play a few rounds of Halo with her, and she will call you every name under the sun. <laughs> it was great. I freaking loved it. This it was, it was a great show. Um, you guys can find me on my channel, Slow Mo Backslap, uh, by the same name. I do uh, I do a couple of things. I actually do some reviews from time to time on games. I do thought opinionated thought pieces like why black hair in video games look so trash all the time. And um, I also like to uh, um, go live during lunchtime and just play games and talk with people. I call that lunchtime with slow-mo. And then on Thursday nights, every other uh, Thursday on my show, on my channel Thursday nights is Damage for a Second podcast with the homie gaming forte who is uh usually wrong about his god of war takes but you know it is what it is we have a great time though it's it's awesome come on through uh check the channel out also on the week on the the thursdays not on my channel it's on his channel um then you can also catch me on the ash and lucas uh channel on saturdays at 7 p.m eastern for scumcast uh we have a great time there it's a little bit more laid back it's, uh, we, we talk some game and then we also talk some other like random social topics and then Luca yells and screams at people. <laughs> for shout out to Luca. Luca's uh, really, Luca's, Luca's great. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So th- yeah, again, thank thanks for having me. I had a great time. Right on, man. I appreciate you. And then uh, first in my heart, lovely wife Caitlin. As always, thanks for everything. Amazing thumbnail again on for the show and uh, appreciate everything you do. To help get the stuff set up behind the scenes, a lot of people don't know. Like, you're pretty much doing everything to set up the shows now, you know, uh, ahead of time. So, yep. appreciate that. But where can everybody find you, babe? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CaitlinXO615 and on TikTok at Caitlin underscore Fancy. I just hit 13K. So, yeah. Congratulations. Thank nice. you. That's awesome, babe. Um, yes. <laughs> thank you, Slow Mo, for coming on. And again, happy birthday. No oh, yeah. I forgot it's his birthday. Um, again. Hey, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, just, no. another day. just another day. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, was, I, I will say one thing before we get the rest of the I was surprised how much you like Sniper Elite, babe. Like, what is it about it that you like? Um, I think it's the, the stealth aspect that I like about it. Because, you know, like when I play Fortnite and stuff, I'm kind of more like, like chicken shit. And I like to kind of like sit back you know and kind of creep around yeah and so that's kind of what i like about this mav mav it sounds like you might have another budding uh splinter cell fan in the family we'll see she used to watch me play splinter cell a lot you know but i think maybe when this remake comes out maybe i'll be able to actually get her to dive in for the first time especially if there's like a playable sarah fisher right you know, we could have a Sam and a Sarah, but then we'll be like father and daughter. That'd be a little weird because we're married in real life. So, like, maybe we okay. like. Okay, you call you call me daddy every once in a while, anyway, right? So it's. Zaddy or Zaddy. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, 
the always fuzzy Belvedere. Thanks for being here as always, man. Now uh, part of the family here. Uh, love that you're able to hop onto the show every, every week. Uh, it seems like now. So whenever you're free, yeah. obviously, uh, and just like everybody here, part of fun spec fam, you just hop in when you're, when you're available. So thanks for being here, dude. Greatly appreciate you welcoming, welcoming me into the family, the, uh, fun speculation family. And it was awesome having, uh, uh, slow-mo on here tonight and always love being on here with you guys and just chatting games and thanks to the chat for joining us tonight man it's awesome just being here and um looking forward to june 12th man it i i'm you know knock on wood was lucky enough to get the uh the on-site viewing thing or whatever you want to call that but man oh man can't can't wait but uh for anybody out there that wants to hear my ramblings on gaming, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on the shop podcast, 9 p.m. tomorrow night with PTK Blam and Pong on uh, Monday on FSP at 10 p.m. on this uh, same channel with Mav, 3-Bit, Psychonauts, and uh, Jasper. And then on... Well, next Thursday, it'll be Breakfast with Boom on uh, 10 a.m. with uh, uh, Mr. Boomstick, uh, John Wolf, uh, Web Dave, uh, Dreadpool, and sometimes uh, Big Cloud on there. And then on uh, Friday, you can find me here again on uh, you know Xbox Ultimate with you guys. Look forward to next week. <laughs> awesome, man. And... Uh extraordinary assassin lupa appreciate you always being here as well the feisty one it seems uh, from time to time <laughs> the, the gatekeeper <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> that's not happening i'm no gatekeeper no i know i'm just telling how it you. is yes. from my heart <laughs> passionate lupa no, is no. always passionate for sure. Passionate about gaming. Uh, no, thank you very much, Slow Mo, for being here. It's been awesome to podcast with you for the first time. Really loved it. Um, chat, you you've been fantastic. It's really great to have <gasps> chats. Oh my God. What the hell? Get rid of that quick. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Wow. People are sick, man. Anyway. Yep. Anyway, getting back to it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah it's been great chat you've been fantastic really enjoyed it love being with my fam here every friday and you can find me right here on xbox ultimate on friday nights 9 p.m eastern 2 a.m uk time you can find me on thursday nights with ky bob and power man on game set live 9 p.m eastern 2 a.m uk time <laughs> As going American now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And you can also find me on Sundays with Axel and the crew keeping new seat warm on Good Morning Xbox at 9 a.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. UK time. I've got a thing about 9 p.m.s and 2 p.m.s. I don't know. Anyway. You can find me there and also on Twitter at Assassin Looper and Xbox Party Live if you want a game, because that's what I do, baby, a game. So come game with me and we'll have some fun and I'll catch you all gaming. Heck yeah. Thanks, Looper, as always. 
now the encyclopedia of gaming dating back to the very first game oh, okay. ever, ever created. Usually Pong's Time to have a last. You want me to do Pong's yeah, last? <laughs> okay, we'll do Pong's last. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Lore master <laughs> Jasper himself, the realist. Uh, where can everybody find you, bro? You can find me on Halo. <laughs> oh god! Here we go again. Oh shit! Oh my oh, god! There's two brother, of them. Brother, what are you doing here? <laughs> brother, <laughs> which one's the real Craig? Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that one's the real one. Who's this other imposter? Who's this guy? I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> They're multiplying. Oh no! Oh, is this a glitch? We're all gonna be freaking great next week. Is this a bug or something? for special reason. But we can't sing it, brother. We have to sing. Maybe everybody can help us. Maybe so, but we have to change the lyrics a little bit accordingly to the copyright laws or something like that. Oh, no. Happy birthday, Long $700. Well, hey, can we get one or both of you to read this? $700. You're famous. Can we get one of these Craigs to read the super chat real quick, please? No. Does <laughs> Craig read? Does, does Craig read? I don't know if Craig reads either. Two dollars super chat. Guys, ladies, guests, cup of drink. Cup of drink. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Thanks for the two dollars super chat, Vic. The click. Um. All right, so like, you want to do like a just a birth, some kind of birthday song here for Pong Soul? What I have a oh, I thought of something. Okay. Yeah. Is the Cha version? Okay. Is that copyright? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Um. Uh, happy birthday <laughs> to you. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Appreciate Amazing. it. What the hell was that? <laughs> Did you have one better? Uh, uh, Craig 2.0? Is this like the improved Craig on the top? Or like... I don't know. I'm the real Craig. <laughs> <laughs> the textures look the you? same. Put some respect in my name. I'm the real Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm confused. I don't know who's real. Like... I... <laughs> Oh, you mean, Mika? He's saying I look like Craig. What? That's fucking rude. <laughs> Whoa. Who said that? He said, is that Looper's sister? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. oh, man. Oh, man, Micah. That's you're you're in hot water now. Oh, no. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I think he's talking about my voice. Oh, with the oh. accent? Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> I think I might just jack in podcasting now then. <laughs> um all right, so Craig's thank you for hanging out. Um hey I top Craig? Where can we find Jasper? You know? Why do I have to be the bottom? You can find <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> you can find Jasper. What am I doing, Craig? You can find Jasper at Chuck E. Cheese up. for his birthday party this weekend. Uh, everybody in his class is invited. Uh, Lord Jasper on Twitter or Master Jasper on YouTube. You don't look old enough to have a bloody law. <laughs> You're not a lore or a master of anything. Jesus. <laughs> I'm a master of your mother last night on Xbox. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Are you sitting on a telephone book right now? <laughs> I think it's way after his bloody bedtime. I know that. <laughs> it's only 1130. <laughs> it's summer. It's summertime. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm a 26 year old, yeah, 26 year old dude. Gosh, yeah, really? Yeah, I tell, I can't oh, tell no, the no, difference. No, 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 no. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. He he don't look no different to me. No. <laughs> anyway, baby face cheeks. <laughs> Lord Jasper on Twitter. Lord Master Jasper on YouTube. Uh, FSP Monday 10. Fun Pop Wednesday 10 o'clock now. Uh, yeah, Wednesday Fun Pop and Xbox Ultimate Fridays. Did you like Boba Obi Wan? Yeah, Obi Wan was good. Yeah, real good. <laughs> you, you've, been, you've been taking those ejections to make your voice deeper. Oh my god! No, I've I've went through puberty. Gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy! Um, well, okay. when you get to sixty, you're gonna love the way you look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to get the smooth skin. Is this men's warehouse? Is this men's warehouse? No, this you're is gonna love the way you look. Men's <laughs> Do you have you done a men's warehouse commercial I before, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> right on. Uh, now, Pong oh. Soul, uh, yes, of gaming dating back to first game ever created. Happy birthday, cha cha cha. Um, <laughs> where where can uh, everybody find you on all uh, in the multiverse of podcasting? <laughs> Buckle up, slow mo. It's time for the world's longest outro. Hey, oh, listen, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, family. Thank you all uh, for giving me a great birthday night. It was awesome to be here. Chat you as well. Thank you all. Uh, man, just awesome, awesome. Again, no matter what, if it's my birthday, it's just another day now at this point. But anyways, it was just fantastic to spend a Friday night with all of you. I'm glad I could be here. And uh, slow-mo, obviously, again, man, honored to be podcasting with you. Always love your thoughts, man, and we love what you forte and the rest of the crew always do on all your shows as well. So thank you for being here tonight and spending it with us. Uh, this was amazing. Thank you, thank and you. absolutely, absolutely, sir. It's well-deserved. And uh, look... You can find me, Pong Soul, Xbox. You can find me, Pong Soul, on Twitter, as you all know by now. And then, of course, tomorrow morning, it's living split screen. So get those alarms set now so you don't miss it. You can show up two hours, and we're still going to be going. My brother from another Steel Rain and I go three-plus hours. 
we've been going four at this point, four, four and a half hours for a lot of our shows. So just show up when you can. Even if you wake up late and you say, oh, I must have missed living split screen. Guess he probably didn't, right? So just show up there 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, 3 p.m. BST Time, UK Time, however you want to say it. Be there, bring a friend, tell a friend, because we're on mission 1K. We want to hit 1K. Living split screen, split screen, all one word. Be there tomorrow morning, live, raw, and uncut as steel always says we will be there ready to rock and roll and then tomorrow night like fuzzy said the shop podcast ptk blams channel great way to end your saturday night me fuzzy ptk we're gonna be rocking out 9 p.m eastern eight o'clock central time be there be ready for just great discussion and now ptk opens up the last hour of the show for questions from the chat so that gets really really interesting and it's going to be it's always a fun time there and then of course tuesday's xbox factor podcast when i can double barrel gaming is a channel mr boomstick is the man one of the best in the business you know it i know it's so be there 12 p.m eastern 11 o'clock central time mav boxenberger dj n64 josh look just show up it's a great time 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time, Xbox Factor Podcast. Tuesdays, Thursday night, right back here. That's right, p.m. in the p.m., Pong and Mav in the p.m., two-man show. Sometimes we have guests, but, man, we are building something special on Thursday nights as well. Join the community. We have a great time. We you know, get the chat involved. It's me and Mav just breaking down topics. 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. Be there as well. Otherwise... Always remember, this is the golden age of gaming, people. No matter where you play, no matter how you play, no matter what you're playing, this is the best time ever to be a gamer. Get hyped. Get excited. Share it. Don't let those energy demons steal it. Just be yourself and be the gamer that you are. So get out there, play something this weekend. Play what you love. Love what you play. For those of us with long weekends, enjoy that as well, that extra day. But I love you all. Much respect. And I'll talk to you all real soon. I feel inspired. Where can everybody find you, kind sir? <laughs> um, right here. Fun speculation on uh, YouTube. You know, hit the notification bell, share out, hit the like button. Appreciate everybody for tuning in every week to all the crazy shows that we're trying to do here on the channel. Um, as well as Twitter, fun speculation. You can find all the updates on when we're going live, all that kind of fun stuff as well. Probably going to be playing some Sniper Elite here in a little bit. Game streams. Uh, galore here on the channel as well. Just come hang out, have a good time. We just like to hang out and shoot the shit with the chat and play some damn games and talk games. That's what we like to do here. And uh, I appreciate everybody taking part in that. Appreciate all the support from everybody uh, taking part in the uh, uh, chat as well. Just like freaking engaged. Love it. Um, I love having, um, seeing all the people talking about the discussions that we got going on. So that's how we know we got real people watching the show. You know what I mean? That means a lot to me. So appreciate everybody here. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Um, we're going to be live for FSP on Monday. And then Wednesday for Fun Pop. Thursday, PM in the PM. Friday for Xbox Ultimate. And can't wait for that week in June. We're going to have a blast. Ten episodes away from 100 on here. So we're going to try and come up with some fun things for that as well. And uh, see you everybody again. Take it easy. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Peace. Later.